0: Part 2, The Bandit Menace.
1: But, uh, we are gonna open now, so that's good. No um, We avoided the compromising thing from Rob, but that's okay. Whack. Um, so today, I'm gonna- it's a little bit of a change of pace. Normally I ask, like, hey, how have you been? How's your week been? And something- but this is gonna be a selfish open, okay? I now have a desk at work that has a window. What is everyone's favorite indoor plant that doesn't get direct sunlight, that can possibly sit on a desk and maybe or may not get watered all the time uh, that you would put uh, in your workspace? Me. Malaveth, what would you do? (laughs) I I think a better question is, what is your favorite type of plant, tree and or otherwise, if you have one? Or like a flower.
2: Uh, I don't know anything about plants. I just have them and then I kill them.
1: What, which uh, <laughs> one do you think is prettiest?
2: Leslie introduced me to the Pothos thing. That one's real cute. You wanna see it? <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh,
3: Pothos uh, are like Pothos are like super minimal. Yeah, so. it doesn't get what, too much sun. What sign. are they? It's a Pothos. They're,
1: they're, it's like what does that mean, or is it what you call it?
2: Dangly eventually. That's what it is. Or so Devil's it's a, it's Ivy. A nice
1: Devil's Ivy? Yeah. Oh, is that the other name? Yeah. That's oh, wow. It's metal. Oh.
0: That it's is pretty, pretty metal. Neat. It's
1: much more metal than the other name. But it doesn't yeah, flowers. that's cool. That's cool. Do you have to like water it a lot or is it just kind of chill? That's awesome. Math. Okay. Okay. Devil's Ivy. I'm going to bring that to work and tell everyone that I am Devil's Ivy. Do it is metal. It. It's pretty cool. Rob, what's your favorite kind of plant?
0: <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> all, right, all
1: right. All right, Rob. Okay, <laughs>
4: I'm sorry. I was waiting. Not legal it. everywhere. Rob. I was waiting <laughs> for my. I was talking about cacti. What are you referring to, mm. sir? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <clears throat> cacti. Whatever. So are
1: cacti your favorites? I
4: don't know. No. No. I get like. I got. I got a little succulent as like a. Uh, as a like a wedding. Like my little name tag in the wedding thing was. Sure. The pl- that the. Place setting at the table. I don't know what to call it. The little wedding favor, right. whatever. uh And I didn't water it ever, and it just lived. And I was like, "Oh, tight. This is really rad. Is this our like intro question instead yeah, of how this you is, doing?" This is- this is the yeah this you is the picked for one week I actually had
1: something cool happen to me Shit. and now we're talking okay. about All right, well, no no no, we'll, no no we'll bring it back around we'll bring it we'll bring it back around uh, mostly because I just wanted to brag that I have a window at work now because I'm very happy about it and I get to see the sunshine during I remember the when you lost nice. your window at work so yep. I am very happy <laughs> yep. for you,
4: because I remember the day you lost it and uh... was like dude I don't even know what time
1: it is yeah it was uh it was a whole thing we used to be in a pit hmm had to like look through I remember that you our... had no
4: you had no like phone reception or anything yeah there. it was nothing i had nothing i couldn't Anyways. snapchat you that's, that's it was good. Good. awful
1: so uh <laughs> do you have a favorite a favorite plant rob yeah i guess a cactus it's cactus? Uh, like a, look just look just cool. a general general yeah, cactus they, they are cool. pretty cool yeah they're they're like a, there's boys. like a bunch of different type of cacti so do you think like the cartoony like one arm up one arm down Cacti is like your yeah, go-to. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like cacti. Um, <clears throat> simply Jackson, Hello. do you have a favorite type of plant?
3: Uh, I have a lot of favorite plants. I'm kind okay. of a, a newborn uh, plant mom. Pothos is definitely one of my favorites for easy management. The other one that would be kind of a good like mimi for you would be a uh-huh. uh, money plant, like money tree plants. They're super easy to grow.
4: You are the
1: second Wait, person are they... to to suggest that now as a money tree. They piece. don't is that grow, a real... I mean,
3: they They can stay like you know pretty small.
4: I didn't know it was a real type of plant. I thought Kimma, who is a like epic Sims player, was referring to the money tree from Sims. <laughs> I thought that was the joke. But I didn't got realize it's ties was to
3: anything. like supposedly bringing prosperity and stuff like that. Uh, but it's it's a solid and easy to grow plant. And I, if I you she was too. if you manage the stems as they grow, you can c- cause them to like grow in a braid and stuff like that.
4: Oh, that's cool.
1: Okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's got like kind of like bonsai nature, I guess, like with the the. Like yes. Stems? Nobody wants right? your opinion. We love oh. you. <laughs> I do. Just, just
3: comes in just, she's awful. Welcome to cat ownership.
1: <laughs> cool. Okay. So that's two for money tree now. May, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite type of plant?
5: Mm-hmm. The ones that stay outside?
1: Okay. Yeah. No, that's there are inside and outside uh, plants. That's very true.
0: My, huh, yeah. my,
5: my mom's the big gardener, like she's yeah. the one that has like 50 million plants all over the place. Um, Kiki chews everything, so I uh, <laughs> can't really have anything around or she's
0: gonna
1: <laughs>
5: chew it to pieces.
1: That's awesome. Okay, well that works, that works. Um, I do have a favorite plant and my girlfriend Megan gets sick of me mentioning it because we were at, a, we were at an arboretum last year in Kentucky. And they had some really dope Japanese maples. I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the, like, purple leaf Japanese maples. Oh, Japanese maples are my favorite, my like, My parents plant. have one. Period. They're amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> my mom had one that was growing in the front yard. And, like, it took, like, 20 years for it to grow, like, three feet. But it was awesome. And it was gorgeous. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... <clears throat> so cool. I, apparently, money tree plant is where I need to go with this. And then, um, get me a devil devil's ivy. And that might be a lot of green for that location. So that'll be really interesting. That's good. Um, so Rob, you said you had something to share and well, I didn't. Now I feel weird. I'm, nope, I'm bringing it back no. around. We're bringing it around. You got something fun to share. You get to share it. No, oh, now I feel Please. weird. I don't like share this anymore. I don't
4: like this anymore. I was memeing. Look, so oh. those
3: are bad, bad days. I want to hear about your good day. Let's oh, okay. go. I got a, a house.
1: Pickup. You got a house?
4: Like I, I'm renting a house, but I got a
0: house. But you, you, you
4: found a place. Yeah.
1: That's awesome!
0: That's, Heck, I, yeah. I
4: am being cheeky and moving things. That's why the green screen's gone and everything. Yeah,
1: wonderful, I'm wonderful. Excited. That's that's. Yeah. So you're still? Are you still? Are you gonna move like now before you have to like end your lease at the end of the month? Or yeah. Get, like, so I talked in? them down
4: from February 1st to February 15th because I can afford two leases.
0: Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I was yeah. like,
4: listen, I'll pro and I'm sharing it with two other people, so like, okay, we're just prorating the uh, the the new place february 15th i can move in so next saturday i can move in that's awesome. so i'm just Heck gonna yeah, start man. congrats mo- like not next episode but two episodes from now hopefully i'll be live from the sanctum
1: the sanctum yeah, oh my god we're we giving it sanctum. that name now it wow, is. Well, i just made it up that's now pretty so metal. it's that's pretty metal i like that cool Awesome. I, I love that. So we get to see Simply's cat, like, running around. Hell background. yeah. But, like, half of chat I'm can't see it. that happening. So, oh, <laughs> so no. Sorry, but I, I've been yeah. living for it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Well, does anyone have anything pressing they want to share? Or do you guys want to play some Dungeons & Dragons where we play furry animals and or birds? Yeah? You want to do that part? All right. I think you're handsome. Part. Oh. Well, thank you. I think you're pretty handsome, too, Rob. That's... <laughs> let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to need you guys to roll me d20s, please, for recap. That's right. We're going to roll for recap. Does anyone remember what happened last week? So, chat, we do this at the beginning of every episode. We, ha- I have them roll 1d20. Whoever gets the closest to my number recaps the last episode in character. So, we have a, a 9. Uh, we have a 9. We have a 2 and a 19. So, let's find out. I just I did s- <laughs> Nailed R it. slash. This is slash R <laughs> twenty twenty. We are all strong. lose nineteen and exactly dagaday. Yes.
5: Oh, right on the money. It's
1: good. It's good. It's good.
5: <laughs> you know my uh, my memory is uh, not so good as uh, another uh, gentleman, but uh, so uh, we had those uh, the. Gotten around to finishing up a pretty big battle at a, a bandit camp, and uh, remember we uh, tied things up there, and could not really, you know, figure out, uh, you know, why exactly they are uh, attacking other quite yet. But uh, no, that is something we want to do. Uh, we made it back to the city, and uh, well, the, the the council's not ready for us uh, for us yet, so. Uh, we, we decided to find Eliza and, uh, you know, he fixed uh, up her shop quite nicely. Uh, you know, the, the shelves are, are, are in there pretty good. We used uh, reinforced nails, yes. Um, and, uh, you know, Lucky went shopping and bought a, a lot of arrows. Um, I believe he, uh, you know, visited that one shop that was quite snobby to us and, you know, uh, showed them you know and uh you now uh she uh, goes to the symphony and uh wants to you know sing there i i i think she has a, a pretty good shot but uh she's got to perform uh, for this other person uh so uh we are getting ready to uh see her sing in a competition and uh yeah
1: yeah, that, that's, that's good. day has got a pretty good handle on it. Um, we had a city day, essentially, last time. <clears throat> no battling, no no nonsense, except for Lucky having a nice uh, pretty woman moment. Uh, buying out some stuff and getting really nice armor and uh, <clears throat> a bow. And uh, going and flexing on the uh, the jeweler that kind of snubbed them the, the last time, which was pretty fun. And you guys were so kind and helped out Eliza to fix up her shop. You guys... Um, Helped build shelves and put up uh, her, her wares, fixed the sign, did some painting. Uh, and Eli and Dagonet worked on that for, for most of the day. Uh, Pez went to go find the symphony uh, and, and eventually did find said symphony with Lucky. Um, the conductor there said that she needed to go earn her harp, which is a competition within the crowned cormorant, a, an inn and tavern, That happens to have a, uh, I guess a bard competition, and whoever wins that is gifted a pin of a golden harp, and only those with golden harps get to play in the symphony. Uh, it's a whole to-do, it seems to be a bit of a thing, uh, but yeah, Pez has, uh, paid the entry fee, the competition is in the evening of the day that we, uh, we ended on. And uh, we find you guys, I think, back at Eliza's shop, probably uh, finishing up in the late afternoon of getting things together. And uh, what do you think you guys are uh, you guys are doing? Like Eli and, and Dagonet, you're there. <clears throat> Your two friends are probably, you know, coming up the uh, the road, as it were, in the the Alderheart tree. Uh, what do you think you're putting the finishing touches on? <laughs>
4: i think there's been a shelf that neither one of us can agree when it's level and we've and we're both too nice to say it and so one of us will do it and then like i'll stand back and have a satisfied little like hmm and then degna is like i think maybe a little and just like we're just meticulously altering this shelf where we both like stand back look at it it's not quite level alter it stand back look at it it's not quite level and this has gone on for way too long
1: i think I think at this point, uh, Eliza's like standing behind you guys, kind of nervously, because you you won't agree on the thing. She's like, "Oh no, it's it's fine. Don't don't worry about it. You know, all the other shells just they look so they look so darn great." I I think maybe you know maybe it's time to take a break and get some food and maybe a drink or something. And, and yeah, she's just like standing behind you, and you, each of you are there, just like no, that's not not it. I think we're you're having this kind of too nice to argue moment <laughs> when our friends Pez and Lucky. Uh, walk back into Eliza's shop. You see them kind of all clustered around this one shelf.
3: Hey, is that shelf crooked from my from my perspective? It looks. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a carpenter, but maybe I'm just short. That'd <laughs> be a little crooked.
0: Now,
4: I thought we had it. Um. And, you know,
5: maybe. Uh, maybe. We can come to maybe a compromise and put the bookshelf there instead. You just have to slide it in front of the wall and uh, problem problem fixed. Yeah,
3: you can put more on it too. I mean, you know, more bang for your buck. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, I like that. I
1: think that. that's a, a wonderful idea. And, and Eliza's going to go ahead and like try and hurriedly push <laughs> the thing into the wall to try and get you guys off of this one. Shelf that you've probably been on for like an hour or so. (laughs) Uh, Eli, can you come help me move this uh, bookshelf, please?
4: Oh, of course, of course. Say no more.
1: You guys kind of shuffle it in there, get it shoved up against the wall there, Uh, and Eliza starts you know putting some like uh, various different things onto each to all the shelves. Um, While she's working, she she goes, "Well, Pez, Lucky, what's going on in the city?"
2: There's a symphony thing down the road. Did you know it's just right down there?
1: No, I didn't know where it was.
2: The sounds.
1: So Uh, are you gonna play in it?
2: I'm gonna try. I guess there's a thing tonight where you gotta play some tunes to some folks and then they'll decide if you're worthy or not. I don't know. I didn't realize this was gonna be a whole thing but now that it's i mean it's sh- it's a shiny thing and i want it and the guy was mean and i and now i now i need it even more. Huh. There's mean people over there.
1: Well, there's mean people everywhere. Luckily, you've got some pretty nice friends. Uh That kind sound of sounds a little tedious, you know.
3: Speaking of friends, I mean looks around the stories like we have a, we've done a lot of work for you so maybe you could uh come support Piz. Like maybe oh. on her thing. Maybe I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what they're looking for. And then clearly well, I, she wants I, to do it, you know. It'd be well, nice. Well, I'd
1: love to see her perform. Absolutely. I've yeah. heard toot tooting on, on her little aulos while we were travelling and it was pretty nice. I'd I'd like to see a nice professional performance. And of course cheer her on if it helps her get her dream. Yeah, that's you what I'm
3: are. curious of. i I I wonder if they're like how big the crowd is for particular performers then Mm. that may be what wins some favors so if you got any friends too that you want to invite you know
1: well well i'm new in town you're kind of my my only friends here uh so i can bring y'all
3: you're right you're right who can we invite do we know you guys know anybody else in town that we could invite to her show maybe that nice jewelry person wait don't you have family can we invite your
2: family the show oh when they that's want to see right you play, i should i should probably go say hi we've been busy it's it's fine but yeah we, we I, I should probably go down there you can come if you want you if you want to meet them they're nice sometimes they have snacks if you like
4: snacks i think it'd be lovely to meet the the folk that raised such a fine bard i mean i'm sure they can uh you know if, if we're not imposing
2: Oh, no, probably not. They're, they're probably just doing stuff around the house if they're home. Sometimes they travel a lot, so I don't know if they're going to be home, but we can knock on the door, and if nobody's home, we can all just go in and take some cans of beans and then leave again.
3: I didn't know you were so into beans, but all right, we can, I uh, don't mind accompanying you to help. Well, if they've been
2: gone for a while, the fruit's going to be bad, probably. Sometimes they forget to throw it out, and it gets real stinky. But they're nice. They're just a little forgetful.
4: Well, Sometime. I'd love to meet them.
2: Perfect. Yeah, we should. let's go. I mean, if we're not busy, like, whatever. What time is it?
1: So it's probably <clears throat> approaching late afternoon, maybe 4 or 5 in the evening. Uh, I believe the Exley said that the competition would start around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And I'm sorry, what
2: time is it? Afternoon?
1: Yeah, uh, it's like 4 or 5 p.m.
2: Okay. I mean, if we don't have plans, are we hungry? When was the last time we ate?
1: I mean, we could could go down there.
2: If you want, if that, if if you want to go down there. Do do y'all, is that... You don't have to, it's okay.
3: I mean, I don't got any other plans. And you said there's food, which would be great. I mean, probably. Always time to eat a little food here and there.
2: Alright, (laughs) alright. Okay um
1: i yeah do i remember where they live <laughs> do yeah. know where it is from here so pez's family home <laughs> the the pingo pingo family home is in the branches neighborhood uh, of alderheart uh and it's it's you know it's not the the bowels right it's like not the hoity-toity place where you just were the affluent you know market area or anything like that but the, the branches is uh, a neighborhood of modest homes connected by wood bridges and uh gliding platforms uh, it's really dangerous for non-bird folk. Without the ability to glide, a fall from here will probably kill you. Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's called the branches for a reason. It kind of sits out on the, the edges of, of Alderheart. Um, but it's a nice neighborhood. I'm, I'm looking, I'm over here looking at Dagonet's camera on OBS because I know this might end up being an issue, but, um... So, so, Pez, would you like to, to go to the branches?
2: Yeah! Okay. Meander right. on over.
1: Yeah, so you guys head, uh, well, so her her shop is in the, the the canopy market, right? Okay, so yeah, you head down a little bit and, and out towards the, the branches neighborhood. And Pez, you, you know the way, having lived here for most of your life before becoming a traveling bard. And you go and you find your home uh, nestled back into a, a nice neighborhood. Uh, the sounds of the city kind of fade behind you. This is definitely a residential area rather than uh, like a, a major thoroughfare or market uh, area. So it's just kind of uh, you get the like nice sound of like birds and, and wind um, out on the uh, on the branches of the neighborhood. Um, a rounded home with windows facing outwards in all directions. Uh, you note there'd probably be an excellent view of a, of a setting sun. There's a small, almost spindly staircase reaching upward towards the door from the platform that you stand on. There's a silver-plated knocker resting on a solid oak door.
2: Is everybody making it up the stairs Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Dagenet, you walking through the branches is going to be an experience for you. A lot of narrow pathways, not a lot of railings, and like what you would see like with a ferry like across the water, but it's just platforms that are being shuffled across from branch to branch. It's really high up here, and you're really close to the edge.
5: He's going to be quite silent for all this, but he's... Uh... He's very slow. <laughs> he is taking things very slowly.
1: Yeah, you note know that this, this staircase also doesn't have a railing.
5: Is there a uh, uh, an alternate uh, route? Uh,
2: this is the only way I've ever gone. Uh, may- maybe? Probably not. You okay?
5: Oh, th- th- fine, fine. Just uh, wondering uh, about uh, my, my leg. Uh, maybe I uh, sh- shall wait and uh, see if uh, I can ask if uh, there is a- another another way to go.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, hey.
1: it... Cuz the only other way that you know of going is when you leave the house as you can glide to locations with your wings.
2: You use your wings much Dang and I? <clears throat> uh,
5: um it's uh, been uh, I've uh, it's a uh, uh, no
2: not never, or...?
5: It's uh, been many, many years now. The, I've uh, spent a lot of my time on the ground since my leg is not so good.
2: Oh, Well, maybe... I, I hear it's just kind of instinctual, right? Maybe if we just chuck you out a very tall... Building that just now, your...
4: I I, I don't think that's a good idea.
0: <laughs> Not too <laughs> slowly
5: tall. Like kind of shuffling back. <laughs> <laughs> well mm,
2: Maybe if we construct some sort of some sort of catapult system.
5: Oh, I don't think I will be going into the the air. No 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 no. Well,
2: like a pile of blankets at the end,
5: real big pile, be real soft. Does that would have to be a, a lot of blankets? I don't think there is enough in Elderheart to cover that fall.
3: Is this uh, this one of those houses that's got the uh like the nice people live on the upper levels and then the people who work in the house live on the lower levels? Is it like a low level entrance or something?
1: Uh, no, this is, it's a very, this neighborhood would I was hoping have... it was like
3: Downton Abbey-esque yeah, so just like
1: get rid <laughs> No, it of that, that would be up in, up in the bowels where okay. your aristocrats and high-ranking <laughs> officials live. Not out here in the branches or well, the peasants live out there.
5: I'm John Bates, aren't I? <laughs> oh
1: no. How
2: heavy is Dagonet?
1: <laughs> Dagon A pretty thick. I, I may not be wearing height, a lot of armor.
5: But what I lack in height I make up for in girth. <laughs> just density.
1: Thick. Lots of armor. <laughs> shield, spear, and thick.
4: Boy, you thicker than a bowl of oatmeal.
5: Oh yeah, he very round. <laughs> I
1: could roll him up <laughs> the stairs, maybe. Uh
2: and I'll get behind you and just, just... Hold your your person and just assist.
4: Did somebody say Isn't hold weird? person?
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> would you would you like to ascend the stairs with uh, assistance, Dagonet?
3: I mean, I can keep a lookout in case you uh, don't want anybody to like see what's going. I'd be like whatever the secret word is, and then we just act like we're hanging out on the steps.
5: What? I'd... If I would If I fall, uh, I'm haunting you, Piz.
2: <sighs> we'll back you up. We got you. No problem.
5: He's gonna need, like, ropes and hands and...
4: <laughs> Eli, Eli will assist <laughs> as best that he can. Oh, my
0: the- God
1: okay uh so dagone do you like rope tie yourself to eli
3: notably oh, yes. lucky lets her borrow steve
4: eli will also <laughs> <gonna need> Steve. <laughs> got to borrow steve true eli will also uh pat a reassuring hand on dagone's shoulder and cast guidance just good plan in
1: case. good plan uh-huh okay all right um and, and pez you're gonna kind of like lead. Dagonet up the stairs, you know, like by the hand here, or...?
2: So, there's two covering pads, Dagonet's backside?
1: Uh, Eli, Dagonet is strapped to Eli by a a rope around the waist now. So Eli will be coming up just after, and Lucky is ensuring that no one is watching Dagonet in this trial.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and hold Dagonet's hands just like waddling backwards. It's
5: yeah. gonna be a death grip. <laughs> That's fair.
1: So so yes, yeah, this, later okay. This is tough. This is tough for you. Now you do have the help and support of your friends, but I want a wisdom saving throw from you. <laughs> this is the first time you've ever like been out on the edge right a, a away time. from anything that can support you in a very long time. Uh roll it one more time cuz you have advantage. Oh yeah, I didn't go on there. Sorry. It's okay. So a 15. Yeah. And I think what you what Dagonet does is just like not take their eye off pets. And like Eli's reassuring hand is on your back and just you don't you don't look down. You do the one thing you're not supposed to do, so you don't do it and you don't look down and you make it all the way up to the front door, right behind Pez, without much incident, but still tied to Eli.
2: Dang it, you are the
5: bravest. He's just kind of standing there like his chest is like heaving. <laughs>
2: Wasn't that easy?
4: Anything's possible with the power of community.
5: Oh. Your uh, your parents wouldn't have a little uh, something uh, strong to to drink, no?
2: I mean, yeah. For sure. You want a thing? Let's go you want a thing?
5: Let's go get a thing. Yes, I, I yes. Let's let's go get a, a thing, yes. I'm
2: gonna do a little door knock.
1: You're gonna knock on the door? Yeah. So you knock on the door, taking that silver knocker in. I say, I say, I say, I say who's at the door now? Is that my dad?
4: It is. It's your dead Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Entirely Diane! possible. Is that, is that my, is that, is that my girl Pez? My face pressed against the glass. Diane? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be. Becca, Becca, get out from the kitchen. Our girl is home. <laughs> and he comes up to the door, and he opens it, and I say, I say, Paz, where have you been? And he gets you in a big old hug and picks you up and kind of swings you around a little bit and maybe bumps Dagenet a little bit too close to the edge, and Dagenet's a little nervous about it, but then puts you down, and he looks you in the eye, and he has his hands on your on your shoulders. and Well, oh, welcome home, Paz. Now, welcome home. Now, who are all these fine folk here?
2: Oh, my gosh, these are my friends, Dad. This is Dagenet. Dagenet is very brave. And then... Oh. Yeah, and then this is Eli. Eli is very big and likes to curl up into balls and is real good at it. And then, and then this is Lucky. Look at Lou. look Lucky. Isn't Lucky so small, or adorable, and harmless?
1: Well, might might as well be the cutest. Yeah, Becca, be- Becca, our daughters. home. And you can kind of hear like faintly from inside. Is like, Beau, what what is it now, Beau? Uh, uh, like, see your mom's head like poke out from the side my baby (laughs) and she comes running up she's wearing this like nice little apron you note that there might be bean stains on it and she takes you up in a big old hug too she can't really pick you up but she does hug you very tightly uh and you know that she's like she's kind of crying a little bit my baby where have you been welcome home welcome please uh, come in come in come in come in come in and she, she like ushers you all inside into the uh into the home. It, it's, a, it's a relatively small home. There's only a, a couple of bedrooms here, and there's a, a small kitchen. Um, there's, there is a large library, though. It has a well-used writing desk. And the, the living area, though, seems to be kind of converted into an art studio. There's just stacks of canvases on the wall. Some finished, some not. Some in the middle of being worked. Uh, and, and an easel with a painting on it, as well. It seems to be a, a sunset. but uh, So, Becca, Pingo, rushes you all inside... How long are you in town for, Pez? Do you have time for dinner?
2: Well, of course, Mama. We just came in an hour ago.
0: Well, of I course, don't course don't she lie. has
1: time, Beck. She would always make time for us. She's our only living family.
2: Okay. Well, um, hey, do y'all have... I'm fixing for a drink, possibly.
1: Oh, yeah, I just made some of my brand spanking new Blackberry Moonshine. And you are more than welcome to have some, Pez. And your friends, do you, do you all want some as well?
0: Now, I say
1: it'll knock your socks right off. Or talons.
3: Yeah, very much, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: And so Becca goes in and gets out uh, a bunch of glass jars full of a Blackberry alcohol and, and passes it out. Um, on first smell, it is like paint thinner. It'll probably thin your insides as well.
2: This is a classic Pingo family beverage had with most meals.
1: Now, I said, yeah. Paz, what brings you back into town? I haven't seen you in so darn long. Thought you were off to make your fortune.
2: Well, okay, okay Mama. Uh, the, th- the thing is, I gotta be honest with you, we came in uh, a couple couple days ago, um, it's just been real crazy. Days? You it's... didn't come see your folks
1: in a couple days.
2: Well, okay, let me explain. We we were at a place and they were like, "Hey, everything's on fire. You want to go tell Alderheart?" So so we banded together and we beat some monsters. There were some some sticky movie boys and yeah, and then and then bandits. They were bandits. We made some friends. It was a lot. Oh, there's a town of I always forget the name, but they like me a lot.
1: Oh uh,
0: winnowing, winnowing, <laughs> no, reach. Sure. Winnowing,
1: winnowing Reach. Winnowing Reach.
2: Yeah. Winnowing Reach. I performed there and, and they liked it. And they said I should try out for the symphony and that was a plan, but first there were there were there was a lot and then we got here to tell the council and we went to the council and told them and then we had to sleep and then there were bandits
1: ma. You met the council. the council? Wait, Yeah, the bandits. You're talking about the bandits from last night? We were there, Ma. They had- You a... were there? What <laughs> were you doing in harm's way like that? Now, I wouldn't have no daughter of mine in harm's way like that. Now, what are y'all getting her into? I say- I say you might not be the best friends then.
2: Oh, they're very strong. Look, and Lucky- Lucky saved my life. And- And look at the spikes on Eli. And, and they- Look at all that armor. They're- They're real good
1: i been protecting my little girl, and he's looking squarely at Dagonet.
5: Oh, but of course, it is. Hmm. She is, she has done uh, very well uh, on uh, the battlefield. You should be proud.
3: She did. Uh, well, of she course did, I'm proud She of did his. take care of a very well-known bandit, if you know what I mean. Just very well-known, like
1: she. She took care. Like she made them some soup when when they were sick.
3: No. No, not quite. She yeah. had a dagger. Or Paz,
1: what what are they? Paz, what are they talking about?
2: Well, oh, gee. Well, they were they were gonna kill Lucky, and Lucky's my friend, and I I had I, I had a sharp a dagger, and she was real close. And I just, I close
0: my eyes and I just. My <laughs> poor baby! And Becca,
1: like, runs up and hugs you really tight.
0: My poor baby, she had to kill someone. Oh, think of all the lives we
2: saved
0: spent,
4: Mama. Uh, yeah, Pez has been more than selfless in, in her pursuits. Um, and we've been helping the guard, we've been helping any town we'd. We came across i mean
1: now you, you you said you you said now you had an audience with the uh the 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 council is that right yes sir now now why would the council need uh the you lot specifically my daughter pez
4: well uh, we all came from uh oh gosh meadowfin that where uh, we started yeah yes that is, okay. that is way back <laughs> when. It's Like, yeah, oh my god yeah, yeah. well we we met in meadow and there's been issues the entire militia had disappeared and investigating the scorch grove and so we were sent onward to to warn alderheart of the encroaching fires and between the fires on the west and the bandits coming from the east the council said that they couldn't really spare any uh any of the Perch Guard to investigate and try to contain the fires. And so we offered our services. Pez especially, out of the goodness of her heart, um, stepped up and said that we could do this.
3: Well, I didn't do much, but we were all helping. We're doing great, and and she's and- uh, she's making some good coins too. Uh, playing some uh, tunes on the way. You should show him the uh, show. I should be proud of it. The theme. The the oh, oh boy. Yep.
2: Oh my gosh! Look at I pull out the opal. Like M- Mama, look look at how shiny
1: this is. She like she wipes away some of the tears from eyes. Oh my goodness, his. Yes puts her hands out do you like place it in her in her hands yeah this is right wonderful Paz, look at this now how how in the earth did you get something this shiny uh well the winnowing reach Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> the folks at Wintering Reach. I, I performed at a, at, a, at an inn there, and the and the runner of the inn liked the performance so much, he gave me a box, and that was in the box. I don't know if he knew that was in the box, but he probably knew that was in the box. Here's, he probably knew
1: and, and all you had to do was you just played for him.
2: Yeah. There were there had like an open open stage. There was a band there already, but they moved. They were very nice. They weren't too happy about it at first, but then they then they liked the performance and everything was fine.
1: It's and Paz, you are trying to join the symphony here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's a performance tonight. Actually, uh, yeah. Do do you do the, are are you busy at all? Do you have anything planned? Well, I was just gonna make some. Oh my beans and she turns around and she has to go run back to the kitchen uh where we like we get the shot from outside where there's like a steam coming out or whatever and she has to go oh no no not dinner and so she's she's off for just a moment uh and your but your dad does step in now i you're performing with the the the, the symphony here tonight is, is is that what i'm hearing now Piz?
2: oh no i wish we went to the symphony and there was the leader of the symphony uh, Turnbuckle McFartbutt and I don't like him very much.
1: What a name! What a name that man has! That is uh, that is uh, that is uh, quite the, that is quite the name.
2: I think that's correct, mm. but, but I went there and then he said that I couldn't join because I had to earn my harp. Uh, I guess
1: he told you that my he said oh, yeah. my daughter couldn't join. Well, I will go down there and talk to Turnbuckle McFartbutt and I will I will I will I will just have a word. I will <laughs> have a word and they will let my pez... Into the symphony, they are definitely not too good for her
2: Now, Danny, I appreciate you, but I don't know if that's necessary. I don't think he'd listen. We're gonna try to do it the right the right way I guess uh it turns out there's there's a thing tonight where I can earn my heart uh they know you actually the the person who runs the bar uh what what's their name oh, man. Oh, oh. uh
1: Exard ratclay. What is it? <laughs> Exard. E-X-A-R-D. Yes, Ratclay. Uh,
2: Exard Ratclay, is said he knows you?
1: Well, well, I, I mean, I do happen to, I do not, I do not know this individual, but I, I, I am a rather well-known writer in these parts, having done my columns, and, 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 and I've been writing some, some wonderful books about Gaspard the Brave, and uh, people seem to be really taken to that, so oh, no. uh, maybe he knows me through those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: sorry, did you say that you write books, um, Gaspard?
1: Oh, I do, yes. I write all sorts of ad, 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 adventure novels about Gaspard. I got Gaspard and the Titan Tyrant, Gaspard and the Drunken Drake, Gasp- Gaspard and the Hateful Hag, Gaspard and the Suspicious Salamander. That's, I well, that's coming out next month.
4: Eli is starstruck.
1: He's like, well, I, I, they're all open in the library right now if you want to see yourself one of them manuscripts. Oh,
4: it would be my genuine pleasure, sir. I I am uh, a cleric of the community domain, and I have dedicated my life to following Gaspard's teachings and, and just spreading the word of his adventures and to, to yes. meet another man who just shares that love of of community and and just
1: uh, i now sir i might have to pick it a pick it a pick it a pick it out your brain about this suspicious salamander story i don't know if you know any of the dirty details but i'm really trying to get into Gaspar's sci psychi- psychi- psych psychometric psychometry mm. and uh i'm really trying to get in there and really find out what he was like
4: well, now, let me let me ask you something. As far as this salamander goes, is this quite possibly the story of the basilisk encounter on the it mountain?
1: It is, it is indeed. Yes, I, I call it suspicious salamander. We've got like a whole thing. Alliteration. It's understandable. Right yeah, Make
4: the, it a little more an approachable. An to, adult, to, yeah.
1: An adult operator. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: That's exactly it. Well, yeah. absolutely. I could tell you everything that I was taught and uh, and that I've learned over my years and uh, uh right
1: like that i right right like that but uh buddy oh y'all buddy you're probably pretty hungry right about now how many of you have been drinking the moonshine at this point lucky <laughs> has eli has pez has Dagon a has how about how far into it have we gotten
3: lucky was already on his way to the kitchen to get another glass with all the bumbling perfect
1: <laughs> perfect okay
5: i so had you're... handed you his glass as well you you do that right mm-hmm. <laughs> okay
1: all right uh, Eli, about how much- how much down are we? I- he stopped
4: after the Gaspard talk started, but I'm trying to think of how- Uh, it probably about, it's like, three super. quarters of the way. Sure,
1: sure. Uh, Pez, how- how you feeling? I know- this is- this is old family recipe. You're kind of used to this, but- I how, about how much? Yeah, one, yeah. Finish yeah, okay. One. All right, all right. I just want to make sure he's, Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all are probably pretty- pretty hungry. I- I-, I go check in, uh, with, with, uh, dear old Becca and, uh, and see when the beans are gonna be done. Y'all want to just take a, a sit-see here and I'll, I'll pour another round of drinks and uh, we'll have some food and then we'll talk about some gas bar, but honey, when is your compa uh, comp- comp- competi competitive competitional oh, night? That, it's,
2: that's actually, it's at nine, nine, maybe ten?
1: Nine? Well, let's ride around. I don't wear a watch and he goes in and like peeks his head out the window. And is like, honey, when the sun is touching the, the boughs of the upper tree, about what time is it? And so she yells out from the kitchen. Well, now, dear, you know that is about 7 p.m. Boy, it's getting late in the evening here. We're going to have uh, sunset here rather rather soon, but we should we should get some eats. And now we might have to hold off on the gas bar talk if we're going to make it all the way down to the, uh, the bows and to the compa, compa, uh, to the song thing for Pez. Oh, so y'all y'all just sit here for a bit. I'm gonna help back out and uh, we'll 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 have some bittles.
2: Thanks so much, Dad. Well, thank
1: Dad. you. <laughs> so you all uh there's not like a whole lot of chairs. There's a couple of stools, there's one in front of the easel, there's like a nice reading chair, uh, and then there's like kind of a place to kick up next to the fireplace, but there's not really a whole lot of places to sit in this one room here. Uh, there is like a small kitchen table that's like off to the side, but there... are kind of monopolizing the kitchen area to prepare dinner at this point. Um, but you are pour- poured, again, a, another round of this blackberry moonshine. Um, which, you know, despite it burning quite a bit, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is distinctly uh, blackberry tasting. Um, so is there anything that you guys want to accomplish like in this little bit of time here? Do you just guys want to have dinner? There's more conversation you want to have? Uh, what's What's going on?
4: I'm good for dinner. Uh, Eli is going to want to see those manuscripts, but he can wait. Gaspard ain't so, going anywhere.
1: So the library is open, right? It's just it's an open room with a writing desk in it, and you can go peruse.
4: Eli will go peruse.
1: Yeah, sure. You'll uh, so, just
4: out
3: of curiosity, but... yeah,
1: okay. Uh, Pez Dagonet, what are you guys up to?
2: I'm gonna go look at mom's paintings. Just
1: yeah, check them out. Okay. Dagonet
5: probably take a seat in that reading
1: chair. It's a good plan. It's a nice chair. It's a very nice chair. It's probably where Becca does most of her editing of uh, of Bo's manuscripts. So She sits in that really comfy chair and starts, you know, getting that pen ink out there and, and doing the whole thing. So you do see like a little writing desk, like a lap desk that's off to the side that she probably uses. Um, So the books, the books, Eli, it's like, it's packed full of just Books and and these like scrolls and manuscripts and stuff. So if you want to specifically find the Gaspard stuff, roll me an investigation check.
4: Here I go. Here. I, oh, I didn't open my character sheet this time. I haven't had to roll yet. Oh my god. <laughs> oh
1: my god. You had, really, you had like a really relaxed last week, oh I think my was god. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh that's a that's a
4: four. <laughs> that's a four. That's a four. The shines hitting me.
1: Yeah, it's really, yeah, you're like, woof, okay. But you're going to find Gaspard stuff. You're not really finding it on the shelves. It, it's kind mm. of a problem, but what you do find is, like, snippets and columns and, like, newspapers of old Alderheart Gazette. Where mm. Bo used to have a column inside of it of, like, it was, it was, uh, like, people talk was his column and essentially he would go around and, and find the common folk and see what their opinions are of like what was happening in the world the bandits uh, the markets and things of that nature and just kind of write opinion pieces on it um lucky you're luckier <laughs> uh you find on the desk the unfinished manuscript of gaspard the suspicious salamander and the Sus- suspicious salamander
3: hey you uh do you need anything about a, a salamander
4: uh, uh, yes, that's what he was referring to, the uh, the basilisk as.
3: All right. Uh, and, m is there... Sorry to say this. Anything else mm-hmm. on the desk that's pretty or shiny or...
1: Roll me an investigation check. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. A nine. <laughs> your a character. S- there's a set of very nice pens. Oh, no. And probably some really high-quality
0: inks. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no.
3: Uh, and I'm gonna be like, "Do you want the? Do uh, you want this manuscript? You know, let me bring it over to you. You want you come get it?"
4: Um, I think Eli's poking around through through the, uh, the the shelves and reading some opinion pieces just out of curiosity. I think his his curiosity got the better of him, and he sort of like found something. He was like, "Oh, well, you know, it's not Gaspard, but reading." What? And so, if you yeah. came over with the uh, with the manuscript, I would take it, but I'm not, not really pulling myself away right now. You
3: seem a little, uh, you seem a little, seem a little busy, so, uh... hmm <laughs> Just, like, sway palms. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm gonna try, like, he's going to try to essentially pick up the manuscript and, like, act as though he's examining it and try to palm yep. at least one pen out of the pen Yeah, cup.
1: so there are, there are, uh, three pens all of them are rather nice and for the the home and where they live you can pretty much you can tell pretty quickly lucky that um these were probably gifts of some kind because they are much more expensive than anything else in the house um so yeah no one's paying attention so with advantage uh roll me a sleight of hand
3: Mm, great
4: Leslie has filled with the regretty, gritty but lucky is excited
1: <laughs> that is that is a 19 which thoroughly <laughs> beats anyone's passive perception in the room right now uh, lucky you you palm what is a, a very nice silver tipped pen um, it, it is a, a hard wood um, and it, it's definitely seen some use you can feel like the wear in the wood itself uh, but the the quality of the pen is is palpable in your hands.
0: <laughs>
3: just like you know pocket it as quickly as possible just, yeah it goes directly into the pocket i don't like very much because i'll underwrite that on now. just take the manuscript with the salabander and gaspard on it over to eli eli this is a this might be something you're looking for i don't i mean i didn't see oh on yes show, thank
4: but, you but, <laughs> <laughs> these eyes they just uh you know age is hitting me like a ton of bricks
3: you know, you don't miss much, so I'll I'll help you if you do miss me. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go look around for some more in case there's anything else here. Alright? Alright. Alright, great.
0: I'm
3: just pretending to start looking around, a little sweaty.
1: <laughs> so you've got, uh, what seems to be, like, middle section of this book, The Suspicious Salamander. It's definitely not all of it. Uh, some of it seems to still be on the desk, but just the page that he was working on. Um, and it seems to be, like, gaspard traveling through a a village and getting sidetracked on his way to slay the basilisk the the suspicious salamander and and helping a a small farming family out with uh with a problem that they had and how he's he tells them that a community always comes first and and things of that nature and it really ties into very well the things that you end up preaching but you do note that there's a lot of really flowery language for gaspard himself in his description and a lot of it Makes him seem even more heroic and shiny than even your, like, general scripture does.
4: Well, this is a community-loving man. Doesn't take much to to know that just from seeing the way he writes about Gaspar. Oh, it's a beautiful thing, Lucky.
3: Oh, yeah, what? Oh, sorry, I was uh, trying to translate whatever the... This- Look, he's not the best reader.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Um so Pez, you're going through uh some of your mom's paintings. Um, are you taking a look at fresh stuff or, or some of the older stuff that's like propped up against the walls?
2: I'm gonna look at the newer stiff.
1: She seems to be you you know that your mom always loved uh, sunsets and it's a very particular reason why there's all of these windows around the home so she can see the sunrise and set through the the boughs and leaves of the alderheart tree and it's been some of her her most well-renowned work is is just these landscapes through the eyes of the alderheart tree you do note that on some of the more recent canvases that there seems to be a lot more smoke where generally you wouldn't find any, he seems to be depicting smoke off in the western distance.
4: Oh, no.
2: I don't want my parents to be affected by the, by the fires. That's spooky. Ooh. I'm going to talk to her about those later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out my pouch of shiny gems, though. And, like, color match and just put some matching color gems near the other canvases and leave some little presents.
1: Okay, sure. Uh, just give me a, a rough estimate of, like, how many you would do that for. Because this was part of your, quote, loot from the, yeah. the bandit thing. Um, so I just want to make sure that, the, you know, I get the monetary value somewhat correct. I'm not going to be overly critical That's, about it.
2: But. Like, three of them.
1: Like three of them, yeah okay, so let me let me take a look at what you've got currently. You picked up all the gemstones, right, okay, and you leave about three of them, but let's say there's like ten total. this makes it much easier on me um so they're worth about twenty five gold apiece, so you it's about seventy five gold worth of of these gems that you leave there, okay all right, uh. So eventually, and not and not too much time, uh, Bo sticks his head out of the the kitchen door. And now, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all, uh, y'all, get, gather gather around the, the 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 table. We got beans ready.
2: They smell delicious, Mama.
4: Yes, this is gonna be quite a feast.
1: You guys go into the kitchen, and yes, it it does smell nice. And it's not just you know beans. There are some like greens. There's some fruits, and there's some vegetables um notably missing is like any type of of meat um and i I like to imagine that they kind of have like this farmhouse style table but it has that really like that checker pattern red and white tablecloth on it like it absolutely has to have that like cartoon checker pattern tablecloth on it and you guys sit uh, and and have your your meal um so whatever you guys want to talk about here or or discuss or anything like that we can do that or we can go ahead and we can jump to the, uh, the, the competition at the crowned cormorant.
2: Mama, I saw in your paintings over there, they're beautiful.
1: Well, thank you, darling.
2: You're doing so good. Have you seen a lot of smoke, though? I mean, it's gorgeous. It's just...
1: Every, every, every night and when the, the, the sun drops back behind the, the horizon and the trees, yeah, we've been seeing a lot of smoke over to the west. A lot of smoke over to the west. Now, that would make sense. There's a lot of refugees here in Alderheart now. Uh, most of them living in the trunk market in that area. Uh, and more coming every day. Now, Alderheart can, can provide. That's what our council has told us. But with all of these bandits coming around like the ones from, from just yesterday that were taking all of our, our food, it's going to be really hard for us to keep providing for well, for all the refugees now, now, we know there's some fires off to the west, and she gives, like, a pointed look over to Bo. And Bo says that you were just over there. You had come from Winnowin Reach, and you had played from over there. Did you, well, did you see the, the fires?
2: Uh, well, there are people in the town who were affected by the fires. Um, and then we, we headed out before they hit, but it sounded like possibly they could have gone through. I, th- I think I think they were sending guards to go check it out, but it do- it doesn't sound like it's very good. We've seen we've seen bats like fire bats. Fire bats. Yeah. What, is,
1: what does that mean? Are they they're like bats on on fire?
2: But, like, the fire's not burning them, right? Like, that's just how they are, and they'll fly around and set fires all over, it seems. Or, oh my gosh, there were some, there were some little, like, fire people.
1: Fire pe- yeah. people? that were on fire? Well, did you douse them out?
2: Oh, I buried them in, in dirt, you, one of you them.
1: Buried, you buried
0: them?
2: Oh, oh my world. gosh. I have some fun tricks that I learned that I'll have to show you sometime. Probably not in the house, though. I don't want to ruin the bees.
0: Oh,
1: our Pez has just been gone, and now she's just so grown up. Isn't that right, Bo? And Bo says, <clears throat> Yes, um, our young Pez. Uh, Pez, you become quite the, the adventurer. There's uh, the, the, the fire people and, and bats that are on on fire and all of these fine folk here. And he, like, looks again at Lucky, who's just got, like, this really nice Leather armor on, and this nice bow, and Dagonet's got this really heavy armor on, and a shield. Really? Is this? Oh, now, Pez, now, we always just wanted whatever would make you happy, and that's why we were all about you going off and and becoming a a, a traveling bard and finding your fortune. Is this? Well, no offense to y'all, but is this, is is this, is, now, is this what you want to be doing? Do you want to be an adventurer?
2: I don't want Alderheart to be on fire.
0: <laughs> but...
1: No, no, I, I, no, I, no, I, uh, I agree with that. I think, and I think your mother would as well. Now, but, but is our daughter really? Are you, are you really the the person that has to be the, the one that saves Alderheart here?
2: I mean, it just it, kind of fell into our laps, and it's been stuff
3: we've all been able to handle. I mean, what? did you uh did you always know you wanted to be such good and loving parents? Or did you have other things that you were doing in your life and then suddenly you were parents? I mean
1: Bo like looks down <laughs> at Becca and she looks up at him lovingly and says like, well, I think that little Jerby may have may have the right of it. Sound like you got you got the, the uh the um the uh the the heart of the heart of Gaspard and you, little one there and uh I mm-hmm. think, well, if uh, if, uh, if our daughter Pez is the one that has to save all heart here with her companions, then you know what? I think that's all right. And Becca was, Pez, yes, j- just do be careful. Now, we do want you to be able to come home.
2: Oh, I know, Mama. I'll, come, I'll make sure definitely to come see you earlier next time.
1: That's my man. Please do. I know we don't have the most room, and it's probably easier for you all to stay in the inn, but, well, having some dinner is pretty nice.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely, before, before we head out, I'll I'll, I'll I'll let you know. I'll keep posting. Then we're going to go hang out later, and hopefully this won't take too long, because I miss your beans, Mama.
1: Well, I'm glad you like them, Pez. I'm—I I'm, know they're your favorite now, and we'll pack you all some for the road. I think, yeah, right? you're gonna need some for for your adventuring. Is that right?
2: Well, I would appreciate if you can spare some. That would be so nice.
1: I—I I say we 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 give you a whole bag of even the raw ones. You can cook them out on the road. They don't take too darn long, and uh, and, uh and I think I think that'd be right good. That'd be that'd be. Oh, hey, hang on now. Let's a little look at a time. Oh, we've been sitting here and jab-drawing away and a couple more of these blackberry moonshines and me. And I don't know if we're going to make it all the way over to the boughs. It's probably dangerous enough as it is. And we're going to waddle-toddle all the way over from <clears throat> all the way on these uh, spindly legs of the of the branches here. And back over to the boughs. Uh, we should probably get ahead on out here, Pez. Are you, uh, you, uh, you ready? You ready? Ready?
2: I'm ready as I'll ever be.
1: I can't wait to hear you play, Pez. It has been quite some time since we've been blessed with your music.
2: Oh my gosh, I got a lot of new material hanging out with these, with these fine folk here. Got, got a lot. I tried to collect some slime for the scrapbook, but that did not go well. Daddy, do not try and collect slime. It's not good.
1: I will. I will not. Uh, I will not collect the slime. You, you have my word, Pez. You have my word. It's a um, lot stickier than it looks. We'll just do a quick cleanup here, and then we're gonna head on out to the bows. And now, if y'all want to get a, a head start, we can just meet y'all over there.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. We should probably check and see if they need anything, or I don't, I don't know what's going on. We'll figure it out.
1: Okay. So they get up and they begin cleaning uh, the the dishes from dinner and, and things like that. Guys um, want to head to the uh, crowned cormorant and uh, see what's up. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of we'll, we'll get our little uh, all the way over to the Crown Cormorant Dagonet does make their way down the stairs very carefully and with Eli's help. I do assume that at some point in time you did untie yourselves while you were inside, so we're just going to say that happened and then you retied outside and then went down the stairs and made your way off across one of the like the floating uh trolleys i guess is what they would be back to the the main portion of the uh of the heart tree and making your way over to the boughs and from there the crowned cormorant um the cormorant is lively uh again it is for those of you guys that may not have gotten the description before the cormorant has two floors Uh, and a large stage at its front, roughly about raised, raised about four feet. The lower floor has a bunch of tables, consisting of mostly chairs facing the stage. The upper floor seems to be a quieter, more private table affair. There's a large oak bar in the back, lined with stools, and there is a well-dressed vulpin, uh, with a fine purple vest over a white tunic, with a gold chain hanging from his pocket, and a golden heart pin onto his vest. Exord Ratclay stands behind the bar, laughing, chatting, and serving up some drinks as you enter you do note that there is someone currently playing and as you take a look around you you see that there are quite a few people in here with harp pins already uh and they seem to be having a couple drinks maybe some food from uh the kitchen and uh they're just kind of casually listening to the the current performer that's on stage that seems to be uh, a warm-up for what's to come
2: is mr natui face here
1: uh, make me a perception check. Let's see if you can... Let's see if he's here. What'd you, what'd you call him? Fart butt or something?
2: Something like that.
1: Uh, a 15 for Toman Threes to see if the conductor of the Alderheart S- Symphony is here. On the ground floor here, while looking around, you do not make out the uh, lightly feather, white-tufted crown uh, of Mr. Threes anywhere in the vicinity.
0: Mm-mm.
2: I do not like that guy thanks for thanks for coming over and and hanging out and were the beans good to think about the beans
4: i think i think your family was right lovely and the meal best beans i ever had
2: that's the only thing she makes but she does it real good
4: years of practice
2: it's a honed art
3: hmm i I think we should, uh, find you a, uh, sign-up sheet somewhere. Yeah. Pro- yeah,
2: probably. I'll go, we'll go ask, the the Vulcan guy, uh, oh. Elder and em-
1: Bricks. <laughs> Ex-Exert Ratclay, uh, is at the back, uh, and he does note your approach and says, Ah, Pez, welcome back to the crowned cormorant. Uh, given your entry fee and, uh, you've signed up, yes?
2: Uh have I signed up? Yes, yes, I signed up, I remember.
1: Well, we, we do have two other competitors for the evening, so uh we will have a drawing to see who goes first, but uh, have a seat, um he looks around and see that one over there there's a table there, four chairs-ish. We could bring some other over if you'd like. Um have a seat. Uh drinks, what do you want? Ooh mm, something
2: with strawberries in it?
1: Strawberry. Well, I can make that happen. Uh, and the rest of your group, uh, you know what? I'll send a barmaid by. That's fine. Just go have a seat at the table, something with strawberries for you, and I'll figure it out from the barmaid afterwards. Uh, we'll get going here, and and he takes out his pocket watch uh, on the gold change, and Kanan takes a look at him. Oh, uh, maybe half hour, hour or so? J- just sit back, relax, enjoy the music on the stage, and uh, there'll be a couple of opening uh, acts before we get to the competition.
0: Oh, it's
2: so exciting.
1: It is exciting, isn't it? You'll do wonderfully. Don't worry about it. And uh, he turns uh, to t- take an order from one of the uh, a different customer. And uh, you do note that there has been cleared a uh, a nice you know, four-ish person table. You could probably squeeze some more people around it if you needed to. Um, and it's available for you.
3: How close is this table to, like, other people's tables? It's, like, pretty packed.
1: Honestly, on nights like this, it's pretty packed. People want to be here for the competition. Uh so there's just like a bunch of people crowded around tables. It's like they brought out extra chairs for these much too small tables in some in some cases. Um
3: Notably are there any performers who have earned their golden the badge
1: harps near like tarp, near that?
3: Like in or near that?
1: Make me a perception check. 8 <laughs> 10, Ten. <laughs> There's quite a few. There's quite a few in the area. Um, there seem to be... There are... You know that there are roughly, when you were at the symphony practice, 40 people who had harps at the practice. Here, it seems like almost every other person is someone who has a harp. Whether or not they were in the symphony or otherwise. Alright, we should uh, make our way over
3: there, you think? Yeah.
2: Is this intimidating? Should this be intimidating? I'm intimidated. Hey, you're gonna be fine.
4: Maybe. I think you got nothing to worry about. You are a talented musician.
2: What if that was just a fluke, though?
4: Don't matter. You know what? Even the best warrior can make a weapon out of any old mundane item. I mean, Gaspard started his adventures with a stick.
3: That's impressive. No, your dad might have thought his first manuscript was a fluke, but look now he's got a whole career writing that stuff. He's got big fans, doesn't he, Eli?
4: Thought you said flute, uh, fluke. <laughs> okay, yes, this this statement makes a lot more sense now.
3: <laughs> I mean, I have been drinking.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Eli has been drinking. Uh, and no, I mean your your father is spreading. Good word, Gaspard. He he rides with love in his heart, and so it's all you need—love, faith, whatever drives you, whatever force drives you when you play music. That's all you need.
2: Oh my gosh, you two should collaborate at some point because I mean, you are very into the Gaspard.
3: and
0: I don't I yeah, mean, I, I,
3: I mean, he's more. I I mean. I just am a big fan of people who have passions. I got my passions, you got your passion, dad's got his passion. I mean, everybody's got the thing. So that's that's, that's what life's all about, right? It's like finding that thing you want to do and then doing it. And then sometimes deciding you don't want to do it anymore and then you move on to another life, but then you find other things you want to do, you know? Right, Eli? Yes. You know
4: what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I think after the the waterfall of words comes out of Lucky's mouth, a small, uh, jirbean woman approaches you. She's she's wearing uh what seems to be like a barmaid's outfit with a with an apron uh, and a and a skirt and and some nice boots. Uh, and she comes. Uh, name's Marigold. I was told to uh, come take your order. And she drops a uh, a glass onto the table. Strawberry fizzy for the uh, for you here, yeah.
2: Yes, please, ma'am. Thank you.
1: Okay, and the rest of you
4: anything you have with blackberry in it blackberry
1: i could find something with blackberry all right
3: i uh, just have a water but if i can ask a question which one of these patrons around here has been your most active patron for the evening in like the these tips?
1: active yeah. <laughs> as in right. a lot
3: of a lot of a lot of con- consuming ah
1: well, uh, let's see probably those two mopak brothers over there
3: are they nice? You know,
1: they tip in your gut? Oh, nice enough. Tip pretty well.
3: All right, I'm going to buy him a round. I'm just going to slide some money across the table.
1: Just Anything particular of, you want to buy a round of? Uh, whatever they've been
3: drinking in the last round. Oof,
1: that's some hard stuff. That's fine. We've got some really nice blackberry moonshine. Is that what you're looking for, Eli?
4: That sounds like it'll hit the spot I just nicely. Like. <laughs> no.
1: You've
3: been listening to us? I mean, we
1: talk loud. Should we <laughs> Who sent you? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very small, and uh, some people don't notice me when I
0: approach the. Uh, oh the no!
1: <laughs> I'm so dumb. Okay, <laughs> she turns. She's gonna. Do you, who, What else do you want? Uh, you, a uh, strict friend. What uh, what do you want to drink?
5: Uh, just a uh, uh, dark stout. If uh, if you have one. Oh.
1: Uh, water, dark stout, uh, strawberry fizzies, if we ever come, and then, uh, the blackberry moonshine for you, and then some for the two Mopak boys over there. Okay. She turns, and, uh, with a little flick of her, her ear, she leaves. It was nice. Yeah, this whole
3: place is nice.
0: You
3: gotta watch out on the eavesdropping again.
0: Good
1: night. <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, eventually, the drinks do come back to you. Uh, Lucky you do note uh, that um, she points out who has bought the drinks to the two mopok boys, and they're getting a little bit, a little bit rowdy. They've had, they've had quite a few drinks, um, but they both raise their glasses to you when they, when they see that you've bought them, bought them a drink. They don't really care why you bought the drink; they just like that it happened. Um,
3: do either yeah. one of them have the harp?
1: <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> they do not. Um, But there is someone next to them that does. <laughs> All right. So do with that information on what you will.
3: Lucky, that was real nice of you. You know, sometimes you just gotta... Some people sing in, you know, taverns and whatnot to impress everybody. Some people just use money. So his water awkwardly.
1: Okay. Um. Anything that you guys want to discuss, or do we want to jump to the moment?
2: I'm gonna buy Dagonet's next drink because I'm sorry. I I didn't even think about that possibly being a problem. Honestly, I'm just so used to it, and I, I I'm sorry. You did it,
5: though. Yes, well, uh, just because I uh, did it once, don't expect me to uh, do it again. Though your parents are are beautiful people, but uh, maybe we shall meet them uh, more in the heart of the, the the city.
2: That's more than fair. <laughs> maybe I'll have them bring a barrel of the moonshine, real sneaky like.
5: Oh, that would be even better.
2: They're pretty good at that.
3: What about uh, being sneaky or the moonshine?
2: Carrying the moonshine, all sneaky like, very discreet. All you gotta do is is wrap some canvas around it and pretend it's like a whole art satchel thing, and then you can just bring it anywhere in town and sip on it. Just put a big big straw in there, and nobody nobody notices. Or if they do, they probably. They don't notice. We're, we're very sneaky folk, as
3: pingos. All right, and lucky will remember this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: and I think at this point, this is when your parents enter the uh, the bar, and I think your mom's probably the first one to notice you. Oh, oh over the bar, over there, over there. Okay. And they they like bustle their way over, and she gives you a big hug. She's,
2: are you Are you ready? I think so probably oh.
1: so nervous for you i'm so nervous
2: I'm sweating a lot but we're just gonna pass it off as a as a glisten
1: wait now you glisten the right pretty on those that bright plumage of yours daughter dear and and he pulls out a, a handkerchief and he starts dabbing at your brow now now you hold on to this I, when you get up there and if you get nervous you just you just wipe off that sweat because you know you know you're going to be the best one up there
2: oh I, I hope so. I don't know what the competition looks like. Do we see the competition?
1: You don't know who that is yet. Um, so there are, I mean, there's been performers up and down off the stage playing various different songs. Some of them are harp uh, owners, right? They're just there to perform, right? And, and, and have a good night and lead into what the competition might be. You do note, however, actually, you know what? Roll me a perception check. Let's see if you notice <gasps> anyone that might stand out. I like rolls. rolls. A five. You have no idea. You don't know if anyone is part of this competition or not. been pretty nervous about the whole thing. Uh, you did note that there are other people with instruments in the room, but you're not sure who would be the, the competition here.
2: It could be everyone, or it could be no one.
1: Wow, that's just not even knowing who your competition is now. That seems, that seems, you'll do fine, Pez. Now, I have the utmost, utmost, utmost confidence in you has dearest because you are our daughter and he like hugs his wife much closer to him you're gonna do great now we're gonna pull up some chairs here and uh have a little sit and maybe a drink or two and uh and we'll see you win
2: i'll I'll do my best for you Uh, okay and
1: i think that's perfect timing for Exley to get up on the stage and kind of shoo the guy off that was performing. And he goes, Welcome, welcome everyone to the Crown cormorant. It is time once again for this week's competition of the hop. And there's a bunch of applause and woo, yeah, woo from the audience. Uh, people are pretty stoked about this. Your parents have now brought up their chairs. You guys have some fresh drinks and they have some drinks as well. And Exley goes on, we have three, that's right, three contestants this evening. We have one Lila, and he points off to the side, and you see a young Sable Luma that's like got this really large, uh, looks like a cello case, uh, and is resting there, and she looks really uh, kind of uh, shy about the whole thing. She raises her her little hand, and, and everyone's, yeah, woo, yeah, Lila, woo. And we have uh we have Gezi And everyone's like, yeah, Gezi! Woo! Gezi is a a, a mopak. Uh he's kind of like ruffled looking, um, but people seem to know him. Uh and he he's uh he's definitely had a couple drinks. You kind of note him like kind of swaying back and forth. And Ex-Exert, uh he says again, he says, now maybe this is the week that Gezi gets his harp. Now, isn't that right, Gezi? And Gezi goes, woo, this week's the one, Exod! <laughs> and he puts the, uh, the flute back down. Says, and we do have another newcomer. We have Hez. Pingo! And he gestures over to you and everyone turns and they clap. And,
3: woo! Pez! Yeah! Woo! Like, is that on his feet? Ooh, ooh. Like, the whole time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my! We have such enthusiasm here. This is wonderful. Um, now, I'm going to have each of these three contestants. You can leave your uh, instruments where they are. Please do come up on the stage. I am going to have you draw numbers out of a hat. And we will see who is going to kick this thing off. Alright, now head on up here, uh, so you all go up onto the stage, and Pez, I'm going to need you to roll me a 1d3, please. A 3, okay, so you will be bringing up the end. Ah, it's going to be even more poetic, I love it. Um, so, it looks like uh, Lila gets the, the the second draw, and Gezi gets the first and he goes, oh, Gezi with a number one. Good, he gets to start us off just right. And um, you guys go back to your seats, and Gezi prepares himself onto the stage. Uh, Gezi has a flute, or excuse me, a lute, and um, a fluted lute? I wonder if he could do both at the same time. Maybe I should have had him do that. Dang it, I didn't think about it. Uh, Gezi, for all of his being dr- kind of drunk he plays a, a a lively tune quick fingers and he sings a song uh, about a maiden and a mop tinkers efforts to like win her heart the audience loves it it's an it's kind of an old uh an old standby for the humble folk um so eli and lucky you'd both know this song like inherently uh you'd have grown up on it and uh and he's got some really nice like technical twists in it he has a a loot solo and uh, at the end, everyone cheers very loudly for him. Uh, he kind of stumbles himself off the stage, and it looks like he has a couple friends off on the side that uh, that gather him and, uh, like, hand him another drink. And uh X-Hard gets back on the stage. That was wonderful! Gezi, this might actually be the week that you win. I'd be thoroughly impressed. But, hey, we'll go around, and I will collect the thoughts of everyone around here. And uh, then we will move on, and Lila will be playing next. So, five minutes, everyone. And so he gets off the stage. Another performer gets on and just kind of like plays interlude tunes while you wait for Lila to uh, to take the stage next. Uh, Exart is going around to each of the different tables. And he seems to be asking a lot of people that have the harp already on their lapels as well as um, some of the ones that don't. He goes upstairs for a time and it seems to just be he's collecting the thoughts of, of everyone that's that is here and heard them play. Um, eventually he does make his way down to your table oh, all right um i know i probably shouldn't be asking you pez and you lot are probably pretty biased but well, what would you think of old gezi
2: oh he's just fun i like
1: gezi uh, no is a fun one would you know that this is his 15th attempt at trying to get the hop
3: once he's, he's counting assistant. gold in his mind 50 gold.
1: Ah, he's, he's paid a lot sometimes we let him go for free it's been so long and he hasn't really won any he does play well just there are a lot of very good musicians in this town
2: just keep trying to get there
1: so pez i do have to leave you out of the running here but uh you hedge friend lucky i do remember your name uh strict friend here what do you think Yay, uh, nay. I he thought worthy it, of a harp.
4: He was quite talented. Hey.
3: Okay. I, right. I would say it was very nice, but I definitely have heard the song before. Heartwarming, of course.
1: A wonderful song for us humble be. folk, though, isn't it?
3: Right, right. I mean, it's definitely a good stage performance song. But I don't know about the orchestra. That's just my opinion.
1: Well, so the Golden Harp doesn't just allow you to get into the orchestra. It lets you play anywhere in Alderheart and... And people know of it. He can go play anywhere and, and make some money on the side. The The Golden Hop is just a status symbol of uh, being known here in, in Alderhot. It also allows you to be in the symphony, but I don't. Uh, looking at Gezi here, I don't think he'd ever go play in that stuffed up place. Look at him. And you see him like carousing with his friends, and they're like, they've picked up cards for the time being and, and stuff. And one of his friends like has the loot now and is trying to play what he was playing, and he's like laughing at him. And they're just you are just carousing and having a great time. Stephanie doesn't seem to be the right place for old Gesi.
0: I mean,
3: maybe one of those things that he's like, uh, oh, he's a uh, honorary well-known, you know, like.
1: He's, he's you know, he will always have a place here. I'll tell him that he right. always plays a nice song.
3: What about you, Tagane? How do you feel about it?
5: It was a uh, in- enjoyable. Yes. Uh, But uh, if you leave it to me, I would probably give uh, everyone a Golden Harp.
1: Uh. Well, now we can't do that, because then it has no meaning at all. Look around you already. Look how many people already have the Golden Harp. I'm thinking I'm going to have to change the competition and maybe do something different to keep people coming back. But that's not for this. Uh, I will take into consideration what you've said here. Another round of drinks for you? Yes, yes, yes. All right, I'll get Mara on it, and uh, and he spins off and he goes. Mara brings you another round of drinks for those of you that have you know, wanted waters. So you got waters and another strawberry fizzy drink for Pez, uh, and another moonshine for Eli. Eli, do you take another? Oh my goodness, Eli is getting after it right now. Uh, eventually, XR does make his way to the stage, and the the rest of the 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 inn does quiet down. He's like, all right, all right. it, you did wonderfully, and Guess he's like. So now, but now, everyone, quiet down, quiet now. It's time for Lila. Lila, please, will you take the stage? And Lila slowly takes the stage. Um, she looks in a, in a lot of ways. You'd be able to tell more, I think, Pez, you and your parents probably, because you are Lumas. You can tell that she's young. Uh, she's a sable Luma, so she is not blessed with the the bright plumage that you have. Very muted brown. Um. But she pulls out her cello and she sits on a stool and she plays this beautifully mournful song. And it seems really technically challenging. You hear a lot of, from some of the people around you with, with harps, you hear oh, gasps at difficult sections and how she is exacting in execution. She is almost perfect and precise. The audience is very attentive. She's clearly an excellent instrumentalist. And at the ver at the end, there's a lot of just very polite clapping. It's it was a sad song and it doesn't necessarily deserve a whole lot of cheering for what it is. Um But there is a a, a lot of a lot of clapping. People are very appreciative of it. Uh Exard takes the stage and he, he wipes a, a small tear out of his eye. Oh well, that was that was right, wonderful, Lila. I, I do appreciate that. Uh I will be taking the thoughts and then um Pez, Pez, you will be the, the last one to take the stage for this evening. Um, Alright then, let's get to it! And he gets down off the stage, someone comes up in the intervening time, and he goes and takes some more thoughts from around. And I think, Pez, with you sitting in your chair, awaiting your call onto the stage, this is where we take our first break. So we're going to break here. This has been Diefall Alderheart, Episode 7, Part 1. And when we come back in about three to five minutes, we will see how Pez does in her performance for the harp. Hey, guys. Once again, thank you so much for coming by and watching Diefall Alderheart, Episode 7. I really do hope that you're enjoying your time here. And if you want to get caught up on anything, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. That is YouTube.com slash Runaway Robot if you want to see everything visually that we do here. And I just realized that the bot is not on, so I'm going to go ahead and turn that on. Sorry about that. Um, And you can also find us on iTunes and Spotify under Die Fall Dungeons and Dragons in a podcast format. Uh, Things that I do want to mention right up front here is that there is now a Die Fall specific Patreon. If you would like to support the show specifically, and you would like to support the cast members, the Patreon directly goes to paying cast members on DieFall shows, starting with this one here. If you would like to participate in that, that is Patreon DieFall, so patreon.com slash DieFall. And feel free to, to give whatever you would like in any capacity. And just know it will go directly to... These cast members, if you would like to have a say, this is brand new and I am taking suggestions currently, I am taking suggestions currently on what our tiers should be and what should be included in that, join the Discord, head on over to the Patreon suggestion channel and drop some things in there. Things that we're looking at right now are character backstories, uh, doing post-show videos, um, doing highlight reels. Uh, as well as larger tiers being for recurring NPC characters and things of that nature. So, again, I'd like to thank Zombie Fighter for being one of our very first patrons, and as well as Godfather Wraith or Wraith VESG. Thank you guys so much for being the first patrons of the Die Fall Patreon. I super duper appreciate it. And, uh, again, this goes directly to the cast members. I won't see any of this. Uh, we'll be back in about three to five minutes. Fateful Encounters, I appreciate the follow. Welcome to the factory. And Nix, the third 26 months subscribed with Twitch Prime. If you've got a Twitch Prime, make sure you use it every month on this channel or some other channel so Amazon doesn't keep the money. But thank you so much, Nix, for 26 months in a row. McYaggy, appreciate the raid. That was right at the beginning of the show. Thank you very much, my dude. And Pompaku, thank you very much for the follow. I appreciate it. And welcome to the factory. We will be right back. Welcome back to Die Fall Alderheart, Episode 7. We got some snacks. We eaten it up. But most importantly, we're going to have uh, our nice fine-feathered friend Pez do some very specific roles for us tonight. So, Exard, after going around and picking up the thoughts of everyone around, gets back on the stage and says, All right, thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, time for our last... Competitive for the evening, Pez Pingo. And as everyone goes <coughs> and claps, you get some cheers from your dad. Woo, that's my daughter! Oh, and you get you. up on the stage and you bring all of your things up there. What do you do, Pez? What is your plan?
2: Uh, so I have, I have like a performance in mind that I want to do. So I'm going to like unload the stone, going to lean it up against... Whatever's nearby, and take mm-hmm. my aloes out. <sighs> just pat down my feathers a little bit. Just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was gonna do a song based on like our journey so far, you know, but it's yeah. more of like an experience. It's an experience. <laughs> it's
1: an experience. <laughs> so okay. it's,
2: it's more performative than it is a specific like song sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, so it'll start kind of calm, right? Kind of to describe um, the winnowing reach area or meadow fen. I get those Mm
0: -hmm. two confused. Meadow the first.
2: Yeah, meadow fen. And then it'll get more like frantic and erratic as I'm describing like the fire and uh, spooky. And then it'll kind of slow a little bit to like a steady march into some sort of campfire, cozy, toasty sounding Mm -hmm. Mm tune. And then it'll be like a crescendo as we kind of reach Alderheart, right? And like, wow, that's so big. <laughs> and then it'll be uh, kind of going into like a bold and somber tune to describe like the, mm. the battle afterwards, the ensuing battle. And then it'll end on like a hopeful kind of light trilling note that'll okay. kind of echo throughout.
1: Is there anything you want to do to to help this? Yes. Hey, Eli, before Pez got up on stage is there anything that you would have liked to have done to help this?
4: I, I would have given her a reassuring pat on the shoulder and casted guidance which you can Wonderful. have a d4 to any one ability check you want it says it lasts for a minute so I'm hoping I did it really quick
2: that doesn't, does it stack with Bardic Inspiration or no?
1: it's two separate things uh, yeah, so yes.
4: I I think so And you can roll the die before or after you make the check. Yep.
2: Oh, I would have inspired myself, too.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. What would you do to inspire yourself, Pez?
2: Just, it'll be okay, Pez. You got this. It's fine. Look at dad like, hey, dad.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they give you like a big old hug before you get up on the stage, too. Yeah, everyone's very excited for you. So, Pez, you go up and you do this performance is there something else that you want to do with this i know you have uh a performance thing that you might have did you use it earlier today i used it captivated... performance earlier yeah. yeah okay that's fine um so this will be a performance check um i believe you are now not just proficient but um an expert in performance yeah i, I think did you do that yeah uh, yeah and so now you have that your bardic inspiration and the guidance given to you by Eli. So go ahead and roll me a performance
0: check.
2: So it's the roll plus how much is the Bardic Inspiration? Is that another it's plus? D6.
1: four? A d6. It's a d6. Okay. And then the guidance is a d4.
2: Okay. And then I just want to make sure I get this all right. Yeah, absolutely. And then if it's a terrible roll still. I have faded, so it's okay.
1: We're going to find out. It's fine.
2: Um, do I have to declare if I'm gonna add the bits beforehand?
4: Mine you could do before or after. I don't know about Bardic inspiration.
1: Bardic is also before or after.
2: Okay. I'm a roll.
1: That is a 24 flat.
2: I think that's whole... okay. I'll take I it. I think
1: it's okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you the thing is these things the things to add run out during your performance so there's no reason to hold them i'm gonna add them yeah so it's a d6 and a
2: six.
1: d4 it's a one for the d6 okay one d4.
2: whoops i did the same thing you hey did. i did
1: say that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and a two so that is a 27 on the performance um I think for you you get lost in doing the performance itself, right? You're telling a story. You're not just playing music very like technically correct and you know, very emotionally driven, but you're also telling a story while you do it. And it comes across really well, especially the part where you get to Alderheart and you you and your party save them from the bandits, right? You guys were on the front lines. Helping this city uh recover and to to fight off the bandits and they're continuing to do so. You look out on the crowd and this is probably the largest crowd you've ever paid you've ever played for. You're the last person of the evening. This place is packed, absolutely packed, and everyone is wrapped with attention. You may not have enthralling performance, but these people are absolutely enthralled. And as the song comes to an end, there is Raucous cheering, clapping, yelling from your parents. Absolutely, everyone is very excited. And Xard bounds up onto the stage and says, "Well, that was that was something. Now, I do still have to go around and get the thoughts of everyone here, and I will be announcing the winner at the end of the evening. But that was wonderful, Pez. Just wonderful. And again, we thank you, and we thank your friends for fighting off the bandits." And for continuing to protect Alderheart. And he gives you, like, a really deep, fl- like a flashy bow as you pack up all of your things and you head off the stage. And so the, the rest of the, the ox kind of, like, or the ox, the rest of the, the, the bar comes alive. The crown cormorant, it just, they all, like, congratulate you and are, like, shaking your hand on your way down and back to the seat. And everyone's very taken with, with what it was. And there's a lot of thank yous for protecting Alderheart. Um, it looks like not a lot of the people may have known exactly who had been doing the protecting but you and your friends did and they're treating you like heroes. You guys are at the at the table now and people are buying drinks for the table. They're just coming up and they're like, well, you need a drink right? Thank you for thank you for saving Alderhart. We thank you." And they just it just keeps coming and coming. While Xard makes his rounds. At some point in time in the next five to seven minutes while people are uh, around you and praising you and shaking hands with Dagonet, Eli, Lucky, Pez, and everyone around you, and your Pez, your parents, beaming with pride, a small raptor approaches the table and drops a scroll off at your table and says, You've been summoned by the council immediately. And he turns and he leaves.
3: You know they have like the worst timing
1: Uh, Earlier
3: we were perfectly available and then they don't want us and then
4: now I'll say I wouldn't have been drinking as much had I known I would be appearing before before the council
3: I don't
5: know if I can stand up let alone walk after all these these drinks that they've been uh, sending to the table Uh
0: oh
4: Well we got a job to do I guess
3: I mean, uh, would you would you like me to go and represent us there? Since I was not drinking chicken water, and then you guys can wait on Pez's thing. I mean, I would. I'm being curious. I mean, Pez, I, I was I was blown away. Oh my gosh! Blown away, frankly.
2: I think they liked it.
4: I I think they loved it. You are the most talented musician I've ever seen, Pez.
2: Oh my goodness! I just, I just like doing it. Everybody else was so good too. Did you hear them? You were there.
4: absolutely.
2: We were there. Look, um, do you, I don't know if they'd send them in the mail. Not assuming that I'll get a get a the harp or anything. Do you think they'd send it in the mail? Will they forward
5: it? Well, I mean, I, I, th- I think they can make an exception for for you because not everyone gets immediately summoned to the council. No.
3: Look, he's like awkwardly pointing at your parents. Oh, what? Don't your pants are lovely, but also they probably could collect your pen for you, right? <gasps> oh, oh, that's <laughs> you're pretty smart. Lucky like, you are so smart. It's okay. If I was drinking, I would have forgotten they were here too. No offense. I lose my mind a bit when I drink too much. So, cool. <laughs> well, do we see the vulpin buddy anywhere?
1: Uh, I, it looks like he's probably made his way upstairs at this point. to take uh some more thoughts.
2: Ooh. Should we let him know?
1: Now, 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 Pez, I I can let the man know. That's all right. Once I introduce myself, he'll will probably he'll probably be right okay with it. Now, y'all need to y'all need to get scooting to the to the council. You don't want to leave them waiting. Now, Pez, I know this is really important for you, but at least you got the performance done.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Should, we should all, we should all probably go. Right, it's probably fine. We can walk it off. We'll walk it off.
0: Uh, y-
4: y- y'all might just need to do most of the talking
3: do we have <clears throat> beans or you just shovel in a couple beans
4: i that that, that that's all right
3: soak it up what was the uh server's name i can't remember mara so maybe Emma, i can get you like a water you can take with you it's on the way we can take a long route
4: maybe i'll be all right all right i'll survive walk it off
1: so you guys uh leave the bar and head on over to the council chamber uh it's it's late evening now right this was kind of a late start people are either at their inns, uh at the bars or at their homes uh the shops have been closed up the council square itself is closed up there is one Guard in front of the council chamber who sees your approach, gives you a nod, and and allows you inside. Uh, He does say, as you guys pass, he She's in a right mood this evening. I wouldn't get on a bad side. Lock. Mm hmm. And he ushers you inside and closes the door with a boom. Once inside the chamber, you do note that the, the council speaker, Beta, is alone at the council head she looks a little tired a little bedraggled but still trying to appear as regal as possible she greets you as you enter oh wonderful you made it It did take a little bit of time but please come forward come forward She's like gesturing you forward to like the center dais that is surrounded by the the uh the lecterns of the council.
0: You want to you... see us,
1: ma'am? Yes, of course. Um we have been interrogating night and day these bandits that you helped capture. Now, we are quite confident that we know the location of the bandit stronghold and the location of the leader. The bandit coalition, Benna, Saradin. They call her General, Benna, Saradin, and they seem to hold her in quite high regard. So my orders to you are, and the orders of Alderhart and the council itself is capture Benna, Saradin, and bring her back to us and to justice. If you cannot capture her, kill her. We'll cut off the head of the snake. That is the bandits. All of their new found organization and hopefully prevent whatever it is they are threatening to come. Do you understand?
2: Are there a lot of people in this stronghold? Is it who's all going? Is it us? Or, or just us
1: I will send you with an escort to the stronghold itself. It is about five days east of Make the walk gone for some time it is well guarded it's capable of withstanding any large scale attack positioned high up in the mountains there only seems to be one road in and one road out if we decided to assault the bandits there we would it'd be like them trying to assault Alderhart. nearly impossible without having some help from the inside So, the decision has been made that we will send a strike team. Now, not any of our guard's people, because I will be honoring our previous agreement and bolstering the Perch Guard towards the west. Handle any and all fires as we can. That being said, it has to be you. Infiltrate however you see fit, Bring me Bana Saradin. You can't kill her. How soon can you head out? I have a company waiting you.
4: What what time of day is it? It's the end of the day? Night night. It yeah. is
1: it is midnight or later now.
4: For, first thing in the morning? Folks, does that sound all right?
3: That uh, that sounds good to me. I mean, uh, probably best for uh, us to figure out our odds, what we need to take with us, and uh, set out at the first light.
0: First light. Supplies.
1: Gather the supplies that you need. What do you need?
0: A knife.
1: You need a knife. <laughs>
3: obviously if it's going to be like five days we're going to need like rations we're going to have to make sure that we get our stuff for like I will ensure that the
1: company has rations enough for you
0: All Uh, alright and any
1: sorts of things you need to carry till you get to the mountain
3: is first light alright? I sense a uh, does lucky sense a disposition about first light
1: Uh, for, oh, I'm sorry, were you talking about the speaker? Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, you're fine. to To the group. Um, she seems a little perturbed that it is not immediately. Uh, that's, it's pretty plain on her face, but so is, like, her just exhaustion. Yeah. First light is fine. I will have them. You will meet the company at the Northern Lifts.
0: Outside the trunk district. Is that acceptable? All right. Dismissed and good luck.
1: She kind of waves you out of the chamber. Okay. So it's late, late. What would you like to do? Late, late, and Eli's drunk. What do you need to do? <laughs> Sleep. <laughs>
5: Dagonet's just been kind of like standing there. It looked like he was like nodding yes, but he was just kind of like dozing off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was nodding off. Ah, oh, yes, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys want to head back to uh your rooms at the end? Sure. You guys head back to the uh, the half full cup. Um, it is. It's late now. The people seem to be pretty much ready for bed uh giles is cleaning up the rest of the inn. he gives you a nod as you come in you all have your keys and you can head up back to bed um is there anything that you would like to accomplish for the evening? i want oh, to make no, sure no no
0: go ahead
3: go ahead what were you
2: saying? i just want to make sure to wake up extra early so i could say bye to mom and dad because it feel bad
1: Sure. Um, so you guys said first light, uh, getting to the branches from where you are now and then back to the trunk district, you probably need like an hour, hour and a half or something like that extra to go do that. Which is, per- you're perfectly capable of doing so. I'm just letting you know that it would be about that much time to travel.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, anyone else have things they want to accomplish before leaving?
3: Um, Lucky's gonna ask, uh, Dagonite Eli, yeah, do we, uh, do we do like send wood back? like Metaphon, or uh, what, that we finally got in touch with the uh, council and they're sending gods out to check out the fires? I can't remember if that was our responsibility or not, it's been, it's been like a little bit of time.
5: You, you would think the council would uh, let them know, but uh, maybe just in case that they're too busy with uh, everything else, that maybe we should at least mail
3: a quick letter?
4: I don't think that would hurt.
3: I mean, we left them a good favor. I don't want them to think that we never got here, and never like accomplished a job.
4: No, that that's very intuitive, Lucky.
3: All right, I guess we can go before uh, we get there in the morning. I mean, if you guys want to sleep it a little bit, I can. I can go to like. I'm, I imagine there's like a messenger's office or like like a Postal yeah. service, essentially. There is,
1: there is there is absolutely a postal service, Um, but one of the things that you could ac- you could ask Giles about would be to deliver the letter to the postal service at some point in time as the the innkeeper. Oh,
3: yeah, OK. Anyway, I, don't, I don't mind getting up uh, earlier if y'all, you know, I mean, I'm going to sleep in a little bit. That's fine.
0: Uh, anything else? Dag and A, Eli? Good to go? OK. Uh,
1: so the night happens, the morning comes. Pez, you head off to go see your parents. So you get there, bright and early, bright. just before bright, but early in the morning, uh, uh and you walk up the spindly staircase to your home, um, and you knock on it. uh, there's no immediate answer.
2: Uh I'm gonna send message.
1: Okay. Huh? What message do you? Huh? You, you you messaging your mom?
2: Yeah. Ma- Mama downstairs. I'm sorry, I know it's early.
1: Uh eventually there is the sound of like clump oh clump Oh the oh. oh, door and the lock opens and she opens the door and she gives you a big old hug. Oh, my darling Pez. You have to leave again, don't you?
2: Yeah, but we uh, will be gone for a little bit, but we'll be back.
1: You will be back. That's right. Those friends of yours, they'll take care of you, right?
2: Yeah, they're real strong. Have you seen them?
1: Well, I got to look at them, but I've never seen what they can do. But, um, Paz, do you want to you say goodbye to your father as well?
2: Oh, if, I mean, yeah, I feel bad he waking y'all heart,
1: up. He'd be heartbroken if you didn't. But come okay. on in, let me go get Bo. She goes back upstairs and she shakes him away. Oh, Pez! What? Oh, of course, uh, Pez! And he comes down the stairs and he gives you a big old hug and he's, Oh, Pez, please do be safe. I, 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 I don't know what I would do without you.
2: Oh my god, it, it's gonna be! A, thank you so much for coming out last night. I'm so sorry, it's real early. As you
1: were, you were wonderful. It was absolutely incredible. I hadn't heard you play that well. You've learned so much on the road, and he has not let go yet. And your mom kind of like sneaks in the side. She's, you were wonderful. Oh, and,
0: thank
1: you. Well, before you go, I guess. She backs up and she reaches into like an apron pocket, pulls out a shiny little object. Well, after you left, Exart announced the winners, and, well, it was you, Pez. You have got your harp.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: Everyone was... was so impressed with you. And, well, she, like, reaches up and pins your little harp onto your scarf. Puts it on there. You earned it, darling. You did, and it was wonderful. Now, go save the world. Right?
2: Oh, we'll do our best, Mama. Oh, and oh, uh, this is a little heavy. Would you mind just hanging on to it? I, I just don't want it on the road, you know? I'm gonna give, give the opal. Just... Oh, of
1: course, dear. We can absolutely hold on. I saw your other little shiny rocks, too. They're wonderful, and they match my painting so nice. I think I think I might try to paint this. It's been a long time since I've painted anything but a sunset.
2: There's oh, my really gosh, you should down see on the table. Hold it up during the sunset, it is real pretty. I'll
1: do that, thank you, Pez, and come home to us, would you?
2: Oh, for sure, Mama, no problem. And it just might be a couple days, but but I can always. Oh, no, I can't do that, never mind. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Thanks
2: for
1: waking up. I'm sorry. Go back to bed. Oh well, Now, now, now. Don't be a stranger. Next time you're in town, don't wait a couple days to come see your folks. I know we're on the road a lot, but hey, we want to see you when you're here.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely owe you for, for this time. I'll get you, I'll get y'all breakfast. All
1: right, darling. Don't worry. Now you just be safe. And you get those, those, those right big strong friends of yours, and you get your little community. You hold strong on them, okay?
2: I'll, I'll do that, Pop. Thank you. And
1: they give you big old hugs once again. And they watch you kind of side by side at the doorway as you walk down the spindly staircase and down to the trunk market to meet your friends. Lucky, it was easy enough for you to drop off a letter describing the situation with your innkeeper. Um giles and giles said he would absolutely take care of it he'd deliver it to the post uh and it would go out probably with you know the next day or two depending on when they actually do post things um you meet up with everyone just outside the trunk market where the lifts are just starting to move up and down bringing in goods and otherwise and caravans and you see a contingent of the perch guard there there seems to be five of them uh a mixture of strigs and, um, and, oh, excuse me, um, Galluses, Uh, and there's one, uh, oh my god, Raptor. There we go, I couldn't remember the name of him. One of the strigs, uh, steps forward and gives you notice and says, Alright then, I believe you are the heroes we're supposed to be escorting over to the, uh, the mountain then, yes? Alright, it'll be about a five days travel. We do have, uh, some rations for you. Uh, we were ordered to bring, um... And I believe there was a knife, I'm supposed to. And he pulls out a sheath knife and he hands it out. Someone requested a knife. Uh, we just requisitioned it from... Oh, is that you then? Okay, here you go. Uh, there's a knife. Uh, for all intents and purposes, it's a dagger. So it's a dagger. You have another one now. Um, so <laughs> requisition that from the quartermaster. Uh, and we'll be taking the next lift down. All right, then. It'll be about five days. Let's uh, Let's get walking. So the next lift comes up and takes you down to the ground. Now, generally, and in this adventure, this is where we say it's five days. We're going to kind of do our way to the next location. Unless there is anything else you guys would like to accomplish or say you would like to accomplish within an intervening five days.
3: Um, I mean, other than I feel like on the way, we would have discussed, like, tactics. Because clearly sure. the council leader was like, can't just brute force away in the end from yeah. the front. So, like,
1: what's if you if you, discuss, if you want to discuss that now, go for it.
3: I mean, uh... We're gonna have to, like, you know... A little, uh... A little... Espionage subterfuge to get in there, You right? You know? You think?
4: Uh, I mean so simply have you thought about how lucky left
3: uh lucky the story behind lucky is that essentially he was hired as a lifter as a bandit yeah with with, uh phrase clan and group but i mean lucky's not very strong lucky's way better like an out like outlook or Mm -hmm. like um something that he would have seen more important than just lifting stuff and taking it back, essentially.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: so this, what I discussed, I think with Rob was, or sorry, with that, Joel is that they, um, uh, they essentially made him feel like he was inadequate and constantly mm-hmm. picked on him for not doing the best job as a lifter. And that's why he ended up stealing phrase buckle and like leaving. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a, I want a better life, choice it was essentially yeah. like "Hey, if this is what being a bandit's like i don't want to get picked on anymore no more bullies so
4: yeah uh, um and then i guess this is a question for joel have like how much did the different bandit contingents communicate with one another basically what i'm getting at is was lucky well known enough and do people know he went th- straight
1: no Prior to Bena Saradin taking over as, quote, general, the bandit contingents are spread out. They're uncoordinated. They tend to function as just their own bandit troops. They are not one big... They are the bandit coalition, but they don't work together prior to this point in time. It took someone with a much larger vision and much stronger arm... To bring in line a lot of these bandits that being said um a lot of the bandits still aren't gonna they aren't gonna know each other like under Bana- Benna's rule would because they, there are just so many and they're so spread out
3: would they essentially know commanders like
1: there are things that the bandits would know the back roads the captain swords um they might know other bandit groups by their captains or their reputations um so eli you might have like heard a a story about uh, a bandit who who like humiliated their captain and stole their belt and you know like as a as a joke right like as a joke story that someone could have possibly done that to a a fearsome bandit captain but you would never have like heard it. You wouldn't have known a name or something mm-hmm. like that. It would just been a story that you would have heard about the bandits unless you would have been working specifically with those bandits. Again, prior to General Benna taking over, there wasn't a lot of interconnectedness between the groups. Okay. As a side note, I did put you guys on the map. You point out where like- the bandit fortress was. <clears throat> I drew out the uh, the great Sir Robin uh, run around trail that that you know you totally took to nice. get there. Uh, so, chat that is on your screen right now, <laughs> and over to the Crest Mountains where the Bandit Fortress is is located. Yeah, um, yeah so so continue on uh, how you guys were were discussing either tactics or or some history here.
3: Eli, you thinking what I'm, what I'm thinking? I feel like. I feel like we could weasel our way in using phrase uh, sword. Because they know. They would know phrase sword, right? Or at least phrase mm. sword phrase. we could say, like, hey, we were a part of the crew that was attacking all the heart, They took everybody. But we got out and we came back to try to tell you guys uh, the failure that was phrase, uh, you know, attack. But well, now we're
4: looking for a better and more powerful people of bandits, you know? Right, right. Well, it's I don't I don't want to put anybody in danger. If we can help it, I, I don't want to make any of us do something we're not comfortable with. But a little bit of subterfuge, if we're up for it, might be the most strategic approach.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if, uh I mean, they said there's only like one road in and one road out, but everything's got a weak point, you know? I wonder if we can, a few of us can get in and like, look around, maybe like, get an eye on things, and then uh get back to the group, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been there, so I don't know, uh I don't know what's like on the inside. We could always act like they're, uh. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. You guys just look really respectable. You never look like, uh, bandits. We could always act like they're, uh, uh, hostages from all the hot. We're bringing them in.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. We were just told we would escort you to the bottom of the mountains and oh, you would no, have no, to no, make no, your no, way no. up.
3: Not you, just uh, Peasant Dagonet. We're having a side conversation.
1: Oh, oh that's fine. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> mind us then. I'll keep walking at the head of the column here, leading the way. <laughs> <laughs> totally not involved in the conversation. My apologies as he yells backwards. I don't trust like that guy. seven he yells so people.
5: Much. <laughs> he's trying very hard, you know. As
3: tw- I saw that tree like... we went by like three times. I don't know how hard he's trying.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> are on the right path, I'm sure of <laughs> it. <laughs>
5: well, I you think, think we're the you know, I, I feel like uh, we've seen these footprints before, but uh, I'm not. Uh, not going to complain. You know that uh, it's he's doing his job. Yeah, he's getting experience.
0: Yeah. Cancelled like it's just five finally.
3: days
1: for like six days. And... <laughs> no one knew it was going to take twelve days to get <laughs> to the mountain. Just <laughs> 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 stuck out here. They're like, yeah, we have rations for five days. <laughs> just I <love> it. like. <laughs>
5: The Red line just goes all the way around, all yeah, the <laughs> <is like> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: stops back in, turns around, and leaves again.
3: I didn't know the fires were in the west, too, or in Lo- the east. Oh god,
0: uh,
4: captain's log day 72. <laughs> Our scouting of the entire wood is going well. I expect <laughs> <what> we'll be <laughs> done in a few months. The fires have since ravaged the countryside,
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is no
4: altar <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I love it.
1: But it is easier to see through the woods now. So. It is. Now, it <laughs> like, makes scouting a lot better. It yeah. might only
4: take three more months as opposed to six. Oh my
1: god. Uh, I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. Uh, so he what like lowers his voice now. So yeah, like not the, those guys, but you know, like pets and daggers. Uh, pretend like they are captors, are cap we ca- captaries, capt ca- mm. our, our prisoners that were taken in.
4: Right. Right.
3: To, you know.
4: I never been to no fortress though in my time. Uh,
3: either, but,
4: uh... Is it a relatively new structure, or is the the
1: stronghold itself?
4: Yeah, the stronghold is is new, I might or say like it's
1: probably pretty new.
4: Like it was built at the same time this new leader took power, or.
1: More than likely, Ben Aseriden was just a very persuasive captain leader for a long time and may have made her home up in this mountain area. Uh-huh. And then over, and time, over time built this, up. Okay. Yeah, she would have built up each of these different captain ships to come under her, built up the stronghold. Gotcha. Right, It probably was just like a bunch of tents at one point in time, right? Sure. But now it's being talked about as like a stronghold with walls and able to withstand, you know, a frontal assault and all this other stuff. Um, so I I believe it probably would have taken some time, it definitely would have taken a lot of manpower.
3: Okay, I mean, if you're afraid of us getting separated in there, we'd always we could always imply that we were in the midst of like interrogating these two about the next plans for all the hearts' defenses, and they should make sure we stick together so that we can get more information out of them. It might be a little, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say we got to rough him up, but I'm just saying, you know, maybe some dirt on the face, you know? Sorry, because I know you hate dirt you know? If you
2: put dirt on my face, wouldn't that look like a bandit?
3: Uh, but it, yes. I'm real tough. Very, very, very tough. You know what I mean? It
5: is the thought that counts, No. She's, uh, she's trying, you know. As we heard last night, uh, the, her focus has been in, uh, in the music
3: before. I can always uh, spend a little time teaching you how to disguise, though. You gotta figure out how someone with somebody to pin down these uh, beautiful top feathers.
5: Well, uh, Frey wasn't very camouflaged. Uh, you know, she's a bandit with some flourish.
3: Oh, no, the flourish is fine but when it sticks out of a bush, it's a different color, and, uh... Well, know, she's just not know. the
5: stealthy kind, is it? It's no problem.
3: I mean, because what do you want to be? You want to be stealthy or you not want to be stealthy? What do you want? What do you want? Well, I want to be able to shoot those arrows
2: at some point. I tried last time. It didn't go so good. Maybe if I put a really big bow, I could tie it down, and then the bow might just pop up. But maybe if it's bush-colored... That could work. Ah, See so hey. now that we're back to the dirt, you know? Oh, oh. oh. not dirt colored. I don't know about that. I don't know if that would match my feathers too good. What well, do you think maybe they're hiring bards at the stronghold?
4: I d- well
3: bandits I mean that's uh, where I did learn how to play the veil.
4: Might enjoy a bit of music. If you think you could pull off, like, sort of a, like, a hustler type persona, like, maybe you play music for people and then steal their stuff overnight sort of story, like a bandit backstory, you know?
3: They could teach you some, like, sleight of hand tricks so you could prove yourself if you want. Slide a of hand. Usually, people yeah, just, just like, give stuff. Uh, I, yeah, but these people are more the taking stuff than the giving stuff type. You know what I mean? Doesn't sound very good for job opportunities. Yeah. Maybe you're planning a Maybe you have had a job other than taking stuff. So, I,
2: I like your plan.
3: <laughs> How do you feel, Dagonay? Do you have any ideas? You've been sitting over there thinking hard. Oh
5: what, what did you get oh, yeah, you can have sleep? Well it's uh, I'm a little hungover but uh, just something I have experienced before. It's, it's been a like little me, while. It's
3: like five day hangover.
5: <laughs> the older I get the longer the hangover. <laughs> uh well it uh you have a captain sword now and, uh, we just, just I don't think we need to be particularly uh, sneaky about it or just a new uh, bandit troop, no? They just, they all come in different shapes and sizes. Uh, you know, we can just say that we look nicer because we were scouting in Alderhaut and we didn't want to, you know, uh, be noticed as looking too uh, shifty and sneaky. Yeah, you like an expert in disguise,
3: you know. What was that face Did you smell something or he's not an expert? I don't I don't
2: I zoned off, honestly. I don't know what's happening.
3: <laughs> there
2: was a really pretty butterfly. <laughs> it matches your eyes, Lucky.
3: So it's like a brown. Nice. Alright. Well, I um Maybe it's a moth. <laughs> you had enough west. Did we? I mean we don't kinda of went on some loops, but uh Anyways, I, we were just talking about you guys being like a master of disguise type of bandit instead of hostage oh. type of bandit. As in you guys were like sneaking around out of hot, like picking up on the, the lowdowns, on the weak points. Like we're trying to do to them, you know? That sounds like a real important job. It's a very important job.
2: I like it. Do you think they'd buy it? Would they, Would I mean, because like, if you're sneaking around, right, you gotta talk to the bandits and let them know what's going on where you are contacts.
3: Yes. We will
2: probably
5: have to uh, prove ourselves somehow and uh, might have to think of what they might uh, want us to show or uh, do.
3: DM, is there a sort of like bandit pledge? Like once you go dark side you have to like recite a line of some awful poetry and then like no peace. like burn a white flag or something in order to be a bandit like what
0: <laughs>
4: roses are red 10 cents is a dime kajit is innocent kajit did not commit this crime <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, he
1: try okay. he He's like, "Wow, guys." Wow. Um there there's definitely going to be time, more time to discuss how you're going to do your infiltration here, but uh you want do to just do 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 till to the mountain?
3: Oh, no, we were asking about uh is there any sort of like initiation pledge into being a bandit or is it just essentially oh, like initiate- a choice in life of crime? <laughs>
1: There's no, there's no initiation. Pl- generally, it is a pretty humble folk-focused thing. Uh, generally, it has to do with the disadvantages of being a humble folk and the um, uh, kind of just being fed up with being downtrodden and poor and otherwise. Um, so you just join, and they're pretty accepting because they can always use an extra set of hands. Uh, it's right. There's not really, like... Other I guess than it was like, like
3: the Boy Scouts, and you have to have like
0: patches. Of yeah, like take stuff you take the pledge you know <laughs> it. has
1: been a while since you guys have been there. There might be something I like that so- now. Solemnly with swear that I will yeah. steal shit. Yeah, <laughs> I saw. So- I solemnly swear that the winged ones shall they will fall before my sword.
2: I feel like
3: go back to your question, Dagonet. I feel like it's kind of the biggest story you got. You can impress them with a big story about some mighty escapades, some mighty you know theft you pulled off, some mighty something you did against all the hot those like, stinking birds, I me no offense, then, you know, you can impress them. And then usually they don't question you. They go, ah, and then they try to tell you in the one-up. It's a big one-up thing. You just try to one-up each other until, you know, like, somebody goes, ah, I'll buy you a drink. You know?
5: Oh, I will have to try and uh, think of uh, things. Uh, I have been a carpenter for a long time now, and... Uh, it's not very exciting day to day.
3: I mean, maybe you as a carpenter were taking apart cots overnight that were exporting goods. And then when the carts fell apart, you were getting on and taking the goods mm. out. Or those, uh, you were snot.
4: building houses that were designed to fall apart after well, I a had few had secret minutes.
3: entries for yeah. thieves.
4: You're not a bandit, but you help bandits by crafting hideouts. You're a contractor for hideouts.
5: So, I should uh, inspect the fortress to make sure it is uh, solid.
3: I mean, you could probably talk them into it. I'm sure they've got some wiggles and wobbles here and there. You could uh, out be like, this is maybe
4: that's point. why the. That's the, that I could do. Maybe that's why the fortress that we were at, the field place, fell. And we said, hmm, this wouldn't have fallen had we had a better fortress structure.
5: Oh, they left, uh, you know, the back door open. But uh,
3: they don't need to know that.
4: Well, yes, that also.
3: But so maybe if they actually had a back door and made of solid wood by a precious carpenter who was working on the side of the team. Yeah, There's
5: a different story. And huh? a bing We'll I think we get to spend yes
0: <laughs>
2: what daddy if my, my daddy didn't buy me a cart for my sixteenth birthday and I got real upset that I joined the bandits
4: that that's that's a great backstory nothing like family drama they'll they'll really relate to that
2: I think so yeah.
3: I have to take a, if I have to take a, as a hostage lie I'll do it you just give me the. Word I'm
4: just <laughs> <laughs> we'll play it by ear
2: Taking well, aids is real good. That goes along with your skills. Maybe maybe I should do something that goes along with my skills. I can play music, but how, how does that work with with a bandit tree? like what you,
0: said? you
4: distract people while the bandits work.
2: Oh, and then I get like, like a cut of the, of the goods.
4: Exactly.
2: Oh, Ooh, I like it. Should we practice? Should we steal some things? No, probably not. That's probably not a good.
1: Shh. He's learning fast.
4: In, in like two episodes, we've gotten Pez to kill and steal. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. Corrupting our sweet bean.
2: What if I didn't know I was stealing? Does it <laughs> still count? <laughs> oh, no.
4: Counsel, she didn't know.
1: In the eyes of the <laughs> law, you a thief.
3: <laughs> it all starts somewhere. You think Jean,
4: uh, Jean had that excuse? No, sir.
2: <laughs> Just sprinkling the stolen goods in my parents' home. <laughs> oh, no.
1: We didn't know you were laundering stolen goods.
3: <laughs> Let's hope this, no this is real just in like house inspections. Local <laughs> guest,
4: local guest bard enthusiast revealed to be cat burglar. <laughs> oh! My I God. now I say I have no <laughs> I idea how I these. Say I say it. I have no idea how these got here. <laughs> I, love it. Oh my
0: God.
1: I forget what we're uh, talking about. <laughs> I can't wait. Wow! Don't worry, because the jagged slopes of the crest tower before you. Their peaks obscured by clouds. It took you roughly 15 days to get here over that red The line. perch guard has been sitting <laughs> there for 10 days. There is but one single path ahead. The daunting ascent up the mountain looks to be the only way to reach the summit and... The bandit's stronghold. So I just doodly doodle, doodly dude, your whole thing. It has been five days. You're now at the base of the Crest Mountains. And there is but one path that will take you to the top. Well, um, I think we've had a right fun. Got lost a couple of times. But, you know, still made really great time. And uh, this is where we leave you. We must head back to the Heart to reinforce just in case... These bandits make good on their promise to attack again.
4: Fair enough. We'll take it from here.
1: Wonderful. All right. Um, Good luck. And uh, see you on the other side then. All right, lads. Round it up. And they head off into the forest, likely in the wrong direction.
4: And we never saw them again. (laughs) I
3: was going to say, Lucky's trying to see if they're even taking the right path back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay. Yeah, roll me survival. Let's see. Roll me survival. 21. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky's like, hey,
3: have a good time. We're going to need to send a letter back to, uh...
1: Nope. (laughs) It's going to be a problem. Um, but yeah lucky and i think this this works just fine as well for you to figure out the path up it's not hard but you're going to you're going to try and go through the crags and canyons of the crest um to make it up to the to the top it will be about a two days journey uh so it is about midday now where you are uh so you can start your ascent uh now if you if you'd like or if there's anything else that you guys would like to uh, accomplish
3: Um,
4: Eli will take the little scrap of cloth that he wears on his arm and tie it around his head.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
4: Making sure that the... I, I like to think that there's at least part of a marking of his old bandit contingent. Making sure that that's facing... At least, at least, like it's visible. You know, it doesn't have to be like front and center, but it's
1: yeah, yeah. So maybe not like uh, Naruto Leaf Village yeah, exactly on your forehead, but like in the general vicinity.
4: Eli Naruto runs up the stairs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going that. up the mountain. God. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so do you guys start heading up the the mountain?
2: Gonna swap oh. out my nice poncho for
1: my uh, the. Your adventuring gear.
2: Adventure poncho.
1: Nice, <laughs> I love it. I like that you have differentiating adventure ponchos and nice ponchos. It's good, good. Um, okay, so the pathway is, is sometimes wide enough for two people across, um, but most of the time it is pretty single file. Uh, In a lot of the locations. So what is the the marching order here as you guys ascend?
5: Dagon A in the back.
1: Okay.
4: I feel like Lucky would be front and center with the sword.
1: Sure, yeah. (laughs) Leading the way. Okay. Like, you see this
4: big buff hedgehog and then, like, just tiny little Lucky. It's like, hey, hey, down here.
3: I, feel like on the I don't though, want to
4: speak for you, but no, I imagined no, it like definitely.
3: that. <laughs> like he's like he's. I imagined he would be like commanding of you, but also in yeah. like When you're close enough, he's like sorry, I'm just I'm just playing. The ball. Yeah. So
0: still, yeah. You know, <laughs> absolutely.
3: Uh, and I would like to, uh, if you will, let me uh, roll mm-hmm. for something. Essentially, keeping oh, an eye out for any sort of hidden bandits in the way or like on the way that are trying make to make yourself like, go some
1: up. some perception checks to Please. figure out whether or not. Close, you can see anything. We're close to Absolutely. where they are.
3: I mean, they, I would stick out here if I was... Uh, I
1: know. And you are taking point here. This is generally anything. your job. That is a seven. <laughs> that is a seven. Okay. Well, I, you know. I love it. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead. Dagonet, you're in the, the back now, too. So let's get you a perception check for bringing up rear guard here.
0: Okay. <laughs> a six. <laughs> a six. <laughs> He's more focused oh, on not goodness. falling anywhere. <laughs> ah,
1: I love, this Looking is around. going. <laughs> the uh, beginning of your ascent is uh, rather easy, pretty easy going. Um, you're just heading upwards. The it's starting to get older as you ascend, as the wind gets stronger uh, around you. Um, you're going through like just some winding mountain passes through some valleys. It's, it's really nice that it's a really well, not, I'm not going to say well marked trail, but well enough traveled trail. And to those of you with pretty good survival, um, that means one thing to you. A lot of people come this way or people a lot of times right and in either way that means okay people travel this a lot so we need to be careful about it Uh, or there's a lot of people at our destination and it's going to be a lot harder than we think to do this you know if we had to do it forcefully but as you continue on towards the the end of the day um, I think lucky maybe you get distracted by a view or or something, and, and and no one else in the party is able to pick it up, but rocks start tumbling down off the side of the mountain, barreling towards you. Please, everyone, make me a dexterity saving throw to throw yourself out of the way. Because no one noticed that these <laughs> rocks might actually be a problem. That is a oh no oh no oh this is bad okay that is uh that's a that's wow oh we have a 10. we have a 10 for lucky a negative two for Dagonet. that's a natural one by the way and then it's a negative two uh and, and then pez has a 16. good for you pez pulling it out pulling out. And Eli, with a natural one, with his negative one modifier, you know. Generally, it's a joke when DMs say rocks fall, the party dies. But I don't know if anyone survives. I'm just kidding. Uh, you're gonna take. You're gonna take a little bit of damage here, and it's gonna be not a whole lot of fun. Um, uh, slash. Okay. Um, So there's two things, oh god I rolled max. Okay, so each of you under DC 12, so that is gonna be Lucky, Dagonet, and Eli take six points of damage from these rocks falling down the side. Pez is able to toss themselves out of the way, Um, but Pez you notice something, your friends are now buried underneath rocks.
3: He's like yelling for Bryce, Okay.
2: Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, geez. Uh, oh, oh. I have, I have mold earth. I can try. To do can, can I see where that might be? I can just like <laughs> excavate So does mold earth?
1: Does mold earth work on rock? Uh, dirt,
3: or dirt or
1: stone. Dirt or stone. So you can neat. extract stone. Uh, yeah, Pez. This is probably the one of the. Other than putting out the fires with the, the dirt. This is a really great use of that spell is your friends being trapped underneath these rocks. Yeah. So, Because oh, you can do, what is it, like a five by five cube? Yeah. Uh, And every six seconds-ish, right? While you do this, and you can kind of move it and move it off to this side. So Pez doesn't even... Well, Pez has to lift a finger to cast the spell, but doesn't have to physically lift the rocks out of the way... And all of a sudden, these rocks are, like, magically moving out of the way. So, Dagonet, Lucky, and Eli are able to scramble themselves out. Good thing Pez wasn't stuck under there. (laughs) But, yeah. So, you guys are pretty beat up. Um, That sucked. It really sucked. But, uh, you're okay. Pez was able to to save you guys. Um, yeah. Okay. What now?
2: Who knew?
4: Well, that could have gone a little smoother, hopefully we got the uh the bad vibes out of the way.
1: Uh Ow. Oh. A uh
3: what time uh is this closer it's to gonna, evening it's, time? It's, or mm-hmm. what?
1: Yeah, it's almost evening now.
3: I uh I think we're safest if we go ahead and find a uh like an overhang or like somewhere where we can camp now because clearly my eyesight maybe i've just been traveling a couple of days too long i don't know i'm not gonna say i would have caught those rocks but for some reason i didn't make a surprise rocks so that's weird uh so maybe some rest would really help those out if you were or we can keep going it's up to you guys and make okay. a tree you can, can
1: make, make a tree excuse me <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Pez Pez has had this necklace called a uh, what is it like a nest charm, a perch yeah. charm?
4: Oh, that's uh, right.
1: Yeah, there's a nest charm that you guys have not utilized in any way, shape, or form. But I don't think Pez has actually told anyone what it does.
2: He so... always does the fire thing, and it's so cozy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't let me take yeah. your thunder. That's oh, dope. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it has, it's
2: good yeah. fiber, though. Oh, wait. Well, okay. Um, I haven't actually. You, we should try it out. Maybe step back a little bit.
3: I don't really... I'm going to try, gonna try uh, to use it. Try what? What are you using? Oh, just
2: watch fun? it. It's really neat. It's it's pretty cool. It's fun. I'm going
3: to do the thing.
1: Okay. Sure. Uh, So, Pez pulls out this uh, sphere, uh, this small necklace sphere of, like, intricate metal branches, and they kind of interweave to form this nest-looking thing. Uh, they place it onto the ground, and what is the command word, Pez? Being attuned to this, you are the you decide the command word.
2: Oh, ooh! Could it be a little tootie tune?
1: Uh, let's go with word. Okay. Some kind of word.
2: Mm. Cozy home, but said as one word.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> co- cozy home. Uh, so you speak the magic word, cozy home. And it unfolds, creating a 30-foot diameter circular platform of interwoven branches. As soon as the platform reaches its full size, a tree begins growing underneath it, lifting you all up 50 feet into the air, carrying you and your items and some of the rocks (laughs) along with you. You are now perched 50 feet in the air on a 30-foot platform made of interwoven branches.
4: All right, well, you didn't have to outdo my hearth thing i mean that's oh
2: your hearth is so good though and, and you work so hard to put it together and i like okay. just getting with this necklace
4: it's all right it's all right you years of years of practice to get that right and
5: is probably having a right. heart attack about now <laughs>
1: uh-huh. oh, oh, yeah. no. Dagonet, Dagonet just got thrust 50 feet into the air where there's And there's no railings here. It is just a 30-foot platform and then nothing. And you're in the mountains. The fall is now even farther than it would be if you were just 50 feet in the air.
4: I like to think that Dagonet is extremely frustrated that uh, that this isn't, like, workplace safe. Like, I like to think that your fear and frustration comes from, well, this is just not, like, not to code at all.
1: No one has a harness on. Yeah, nobody we're has all a up har- here I mean, this without is a, just any personal protection. So this many is a tumble nightmare. Ocean
3: violations. Yeah.
5: Don't <laughs> step too close to No, it is a uh, strong wind come up and you're gone. No? Huh?
3: Also, I would advise, I mean, we're in direct eyesight of like almost. Can could I, could I even see? Can, can we even see like the fort entrance from here? Essentially, we are so high.
1: Uh, you are high up in the air but it's it's not just upward travel there's a lot of like three oh, okay. canyon travel and stuff as well uh it's it's i wouldn't call it hidden away because the road itself is easy enough to navigate but it is tucked away
3: at least we can uh, keep an eye out Easy for anybody nobody's gonna sneak up on us they got a ways to climb
2: we can see him for miles Dagonet, can you see him for miles?
5: His eyes are like shut. Like, he just thumbs up.
2: (laughs) Got those big eyes, you can see everything.
5: Yes, it's wonderful. Yes, beautiful. Yes. Nice clouds.
2: I don't know if we should set a fire up here, though. What's
5: the nest made out of? No, no, no fire! This is very flammable uh, it,
1: material. It's, it's branches, but it seems like
5: he it, it doesn't know that.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, right. But it, it's it's magical, like living quote branches, right? So they're all it's all very green growth. Um similar to like how Alderheart is set up, and it's all just like it's very strong green growth. So I mean, you probably wouldn't want to put a fire directly on it. But someone has a really cool hearth spell.
4: Would that light the thing on fire? No. I was going to do not. it, but I didn't want to break everything. No.
1: It, so the hearth itself, you you <laughs> conjure a stone hearth where the fire mm,
4: rests. True, 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 true. So
1: it doesn't touch the wood itself. Uh, And again, it is—it's like it's magical in nature, so it's going to be pretty hard to destroy. Um, I don't know if you guys would know that, but you know, you probably burn Dagonet's prison down. Wow. Okay. Wow. That is set (laughs) (laughs) Dagonet free. Thanks, chat. Uh, Okay. (laughs) That
4: was pretty funny. Release me from my (laughs) bonds. I don't know what that accent was.
1: Uh, a good one
4: uh thanks Uh, (laughs) man you don't have to lie to me (laughs) um yeah i'll i'll make a cool tree house
1: yeah so you you place your your fire down yeah um and you guys have the ability to rest for the evening uh is there anything you'd like to discuss while you bind your your wounds your cuts and scrapes from the the rocks today
4: i like that we went made a plan. Attempted to execute the plan, got rocks dropped on us, and then said, now let's go home. I I love I love that. That we were out for like 30 seconds, everything went to shit, and we were just like let's let's call it a night
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then you created a home out of nothing. (laughs) And now you're super high in the air. Um yeah. Uh is anyone taking a look around this evening? I, Maybe Daggenay's not, but you know what about the rest of the party? I could
4: try, but I don't really have the eyesight for it.
1: It is dark, yeah. right? Um, so it's kind of hard to see. So you'd be be working at a disadvantage, but uh, you know you'd be like looking for particular What's things. What's the and, and, worst
4: that could happen?
1: Well, that's yeah. the that's the thing too. I don't necessarily want to say it's a disadvantage because you're looking for, and any any adventure would do this if it's nighttime and you're not. You know, you'd sit past the fire so it's behind you and you'd be looking for light right you'd be looking for other adventurers or uh any type of light out there that would indicate that someone's there um and being this high up in the air feeling pretty safe about the whole thing if you kind of just wanted to take a look around no
0: yeah
1: it's an eight that is an eight uh I think it's just dark Eli it's dark you're high up in the air you feel uh closer to the stars than you've felt in a long time because there's you know, it's kinda just on this weird woven platform up in the sky. Um nice out. Kinda chilly. Glad the fire's there. You perceive that you have a chill. Um
0: Ooh.
1: other than that, I don't th- I don't think you get a whole lot a whole lot.
3: Uh I I feel like I don't want to do the same old, like, I want real perception, too. So it's well, I mean, we,
1: we would do it like you were taking watch, so if you want
3: yeah. to, sure. Okay. Right? And I, w- I would definitely like to uh, take a watch, yeah. but I feel I feel like lucky... Uh, <laughs> I feel like lucky having been hard bullied by a bunch of bandits and now sensing being so close to the bandit port mm-hmm. is, like, a little more, more on edge about them sneaking up. On this sure. so specifically, just being like, ah that was so high up, but bandits got their ways. I so
0: don't know, <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah,
1: okay. So, roll me a perception to see if you can't spot any banditry about. What? That is a 21. Yeah, uh, lucky <clears throat> while you're taking your quote watch. Uh, being the good adventurers you are even though you're up in the air you are keeping an eye out you're in enemy territory you do note walking because you're luckily you're so here you can kind of see down the next ravine over you make out some torchlight you count two three maybe four torches
3: uh, he's going to elbow Eli up. Mm. I, I, I think I see some torches. I, don't, I think we might. Should we put out our hearth fire? I don't want them
1: to see
4: that. Oh, yeah. Good idea. And uh, Eli will
1: pack it up, pack it in. Yeah, sure. You you go magically douse the hearth fire uh, and and put it away. Instantaneously, it becomes much chillier up on this, this 50-foot platform. Um, but, you know, kind of huddling in, in, in your cloaks, uh, Eli, you can make off in the distance, uh, down the next ravine over, It'd be about maybe three or four torches walking their way down the ravine.
3: I can't tell if they're making their way this way.
4: Or... What are you suppose down a ravine that's so interesting to them?
3: I don't, I don't, I don't know. I never lived in the uh, mountains. So I don't, I don't know if there's, uh, there's food down the office, Like, uh, I don't know. You ever lived out the island? During your time?
4: No. Didn't stray much further than the wood myself.
3: Mm-hmm. Same. Let's watch them and see, uh, if they go past or down that ravine further if they put out that light.
1: Yeah. we are going to keep watching them? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you keep watch, and they, like, <clears throat> they disappear at, under the crest uh, that creates the ravine. You can no longer see down into where they've gone for the time being. Uh, and so where they were walking from, up up top, down into this ravine... Probably got to watch them for maybe like 30 minutes to to 45 minutes or so. Just working their way down. Um, You couldn't really tell. It didn't look like they were climbing. There was a lot of switchbacks, right? As they came down the side of of this wall. Um, So actually, Lucky, roll me a a survival check. Let's see if you could figure out what they were doing. Sweet. 19, yeah. They're on a road. Probably this one. Um, it looks like that location that they just came down is one that you would probably go up in the next day they're doing a lot of switching back and forth making their way down in this ravine and it seems to be pretty easy not climbing not doing anything like that don't have you know you're not watching like lights go straight up and down Um, and they come down in this ravine that comes ever closer to you probably probably on the same trail that you you guys were on I mean I don't I don't want to
3: claim it I don't... is you know anybody with patrol this rolling? I mean, I don't know. I hope it's not patrol, because if we got to go past the patrol with these characters going up there... I don't know. We're going to take a lot of convincing. We're going to run wow. into them in, like, the next day or so, so we got to come up with something.
4: I know. I know. I mean we could just be a group licking our wounds from the altar heart attack
3: yeah trying to look for work or something
4: yeah i don't know i'm just nervous they'll get the drop on us or they saw this spectacle we put up
3: in uh you know many other bandits during your time kind of thing? Because I'm just saying if they get the drop on us, we could always, unfortunately, take over their positions, if you know what I mean, and patrol our way back. We, you know.
4: Hmm. That is an option.
3: I don't know if Pez has got the heart again, but we'll see.
4: Well, hopefully she won't have to. Yeah.
3: I don't know. Degonese story is pretty convincing. The whole carpenter with a sneaky building. hidden latched, you know?
4: Yeah, I I think if push came to shove, we'd be okay just sort of fibbing our way through. But I just hate feeling like we're dragging the two of them into this, you know? Yeah,
3: I mean, you know. I feel like... was pretty excited about going on this adventure. You saw how like proud she was talking to her pants. So.
4: Sure. Sure.
3: All I know is, uh, it wasn't very hard for me to join the bandit group. So maybe they're not going to be nearly as like scared to let outsiders in like out of is a bit. It's like, oh yeah, you got the big story, you got whatever. And then they'll be like, uh, hmm. I doubt it, but um, maybe. You want to wake them up? I'll let them rest.
4: Nah, let them rest. We'll have plenty to do tomorrow. I'll need it.
5: Yeah, you know he has been up this whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> he hasn't been able just
1: to like sleep. Just, like, in the very center, right? And just <laughs> yeah. panicking the whole time? Oh, no. He's
5: been silent, but his eyes are just like, Oh, God. <laughs> he can't sleep. He's afraid he's going to roll over.
1: okay um Dagonate this is is a distinct RP question do you sleep at all this evening
5: no
0: okay
1: um Pez do you take your turn at watch as well or or Lucky and Eli do you guys just kind of split it up and then rest as you need
2: I'd be willing to take a turn if somebody woke me up
0: okay
1: uh, so lucky Eli do you guys take uh take some rest and Pez take a watch?
3: I mean she likes watching the sunrise apparently we could Yeah towards the morning. Sure. Okay.
1: Right. Um yeah Pez, roll me uh roll me some perception for the sun the sunrise watch. Uh
2: jeez.
1: That's a six. Uh,
2: that's a six.
1: Uh what do you get distracted by?
2: Ooh, everything probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, it's pretty dark, right? Uh, the early early morning hours tend to be pretty dark. It's chilly. A nice dense fog, I think, settles in uh, on the mountainscape. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever spend a lot of times like up in the mountains, but like in the early mornings, in those like colder climbs, it it is always so foggy, but it's really gorgeous. But I don't think you can see the ground. I think it's just like it's dense enough that like you're above some of the fog level, but when you look down, it's just like white.
2: Just gonna clean my to see. alos. Just gonna yeah. make it shiny. Just like
1: all right. Hey. Dagonet, um not only were you very high up in the air, but now you can't even see the ground. It's tough out here. The night passes, the morning passes. Daganay, you feel exhausted. Um please mark for yourself one point of exhaustion for not having slept um, you guys that did get injured in the uh, the rocks falling before you do except Dagon the rest of you get your HP back because that's how HP works in this game Dagon A you did take a short rest though so you can roll um, hit die if you'd like
4: uh, and you get my hearth bonus I just gotta remember what that does
0: mhm do, do. I don't remember if you it was can choose
1: food. to
4: re-roll food related
1: okay so you can choose to re-roll one of your hit die if you want yeah
4: no there is okay. a food thing but I didn't do that But I, you know what I will start the day doing that though I think that's a good idea
1: then so you start the fire again
4: um well can we so the blessing of the hearth can we say that the short rest was while that was up or sure. okay that's fine and then the magnificent feast is my channel divinity.
1: Okay, so you're going to start the day yeah. using magnificent feast. Can you go ahead and put that in chat yeah. for me? So, magnificent feast, the channel divinity of the uh the 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 community domain. Uh in 10 minutes, you create a number of delicious well-prepared yet simple food items equal to your wisdom, wisdom modifier, which is 4, is that mm-hmm. right? Or is it 3?
4: Shit, I just closed it. Uh 3.
0: So, three things from the
1: Eight hours, never spoil. If you eat this food, it takes an action, gives you healing, which is 2d4 plus cleric level, uh, and can remove frightened or poisoned condition from the creature. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you make?
4: Beans.
1: You make beans? Oh, my
4: God.
1: He's eating beans. (laughs) Beans. If we
3: can't get her out, we'll explode her out. Let's go. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, so so Dagon A, do you want to utilize any of your, your various forms of, of healing here before the day starts?
5: He'll have some of the food, but he's he's too distracted, too anxious to, to do anything else.
0: Okay.
1: Um, well, if you eat your portion of food and take your action to do so, you heal 2d4 uh, plus Rob's cleric level. So... Rob, go ahead and roll me 2d4 plus your cleric level. What are
4: we, 3? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Five.
4: my Minimum lord. Rolls, I rolled 2 But puts ones. you one off,
1: one off max health, Dagonet. Um, uh. And Dagonet, would you like to remove either the frightened or poisoned condition?
5: He will be less afraid.
0: Ah. Okay.
1: Daganay, with a nice, full stomach, you feel a little bit better about your situation here. Still exhausted, but a little bit better. Okay. And I think... This is when, whoever's not currently eating, and probably Lucky, who might be scouting out the area, Lucky, you hear a voice from below. Hey! Hey, you up there! What are you doing up there? And this is when we watch as the magic of the Nest Charm fades. It only lasts for eight hours. The trunk shrinks, bringing the platform all the way back down to the ground. You hear, whoa, oh, hey, oh, oh. And someone jumps out of the way. The platform hits the ground, retangles itself back up into a tiny little charm at Pez's feet. And in front of you, you see... Four mopox, two gerbeans, and a vulpin. And they look a little perturbed to see you there. But that's where we're gonna end today's episode. Right in front of potential bandits. And uh that was really fun. I'm glad we got to do that. And congratulations, Pez, on getting your, your harp this evening. It was awesome. You rolled really high. Uh I had I had set the DC for you to get your harp was 19. And You rolled a 27. So I think uh, I think you did pretty good. I think you did pretty good Um, thank you everyone for tuning in this evening. I super duper appreciate it. We're gonna go around the horn here and uh, Everyone can get their shout outs in so let's start uh, with Maliveth, where could the people find you at?
2: Hi, I'm Malabeth. I stream and I'm on the internet. I draw a lot while I stream, sometimes play video games. Currently, I'm playing through Jedi Fallen Order, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm also running a giveaway thing for a portrait on my Instagram, because recently hit uh, 2K followers. So if y'all are into art and stuff, it's an opportunity to get used some free art. So that's the thing that's happening. Yeah.
1: Wonderful uh robert where can the people find you at
4: hello you can find me here sometimes like thursdays at 7 p.m eastern you can find me on twitch.tv slash game nights that's two g's in game like gg and a k in nights like the dude with the sword and uh i'm on there every other sunday so not wait is it this sunday no we had the game last sunday (laughs) <laughs> oh, golly follow them because god knows i'm unreliable uh at 4 p.m eastern uh where we're playing a monster of the week game called slaying 101 uh and uh i always slay at queen so we're good on that front and uh i will in the near future be back on twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore rob <gasps> no because golly i'll have a place to stream again Look Yay. at that. Look at that. Um
1: so yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, bud. Uh Lady May, where can people find you at?
5: Oh, uh, well, mostly they can find me here on Thursdays playing Dragon poor Soul today. And uh otherwise you can find me at Lady May. That's on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh I often paint things of the, you know, Dark Souls or Dragon Age or Star Wars variety. I also post lots of pictures of my cats. And uh I I may be a dice goblin I like my dice.
1: How many are the, you up to? What's the updated count? Yeah. yeah, what's the updated count? Uh one
5: thousand two hundred and four.
4: I <laughs> remember when it hit a thousand. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Thank you very much, May. Miss simply Jackson, where can the people find you at?
3: my name is simply jxn or jackson you can follow me here on twitch at simply underscore jackson username or on twitter at just simply jackson no uh, you can catch me doing such things as flooding my own kitchen because I forget to turn the sink off or um, failing video games and falling out of my chair about it <laughs> it's just what I do so uh, please come by uh, always warm and welcoming community and they're kind of what makes the world still turn for me. So
1: it is a delight. <laughs> it's very fun Thank you very much um, Hi, I'm runaway robots my channel if you haven't figured that out already So I'll keep it short and sweet. You can follow me here runaway robot underscore Twitter runaway robot underscore or You should follow the die underscore RPG account because that's where all the updates for this show actually happen and all the other shows actually happen um but that being said and i haven't necessarily really i think may knows about this but i don't know if the rest of you guys know about this uh there is a diefall specific patreon now if you would like to participate in a patreon and we are brainstorming and may is helping me brainstorm things to put together on this patreon it will directly go to supporting the cast i have always wanted to pay my cast members always 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 and so this is a way that we can potentially do that if I can figure out how to pull some things out of my butt that you guys actually want to see. So that's the plan! And we're going to try to make that happen. So it's Patreon slash uh, diefall if you would like to participate. Um, I'd, I'd super appreciate it. And I'd like to be able to pay these wonderful people for their their time and their talent. Um, that all being said, I think that's it for us this evening. And uh, you guys
0: have a, have a great night. Thanks for coming by. Later.